0: Oh fuck. Hi, this is Tom Simpson from Arnold, Maryland I love soccering and You are listening to the DU Football Show Go <laughs> soccer guys, soccer good
1: <laughs> I just felt that After Gia my, uh, there, in, my run in with, uh, with, with football Twitter That we needed some good soccering yeah. And oh. go soccer guys From the oh, uh, oh. from our one friend who really doesn't like soccer at all Gia Reyna? Yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> He had some troubles Let's start the show
2: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland, bred to be a fan of fucking Everton punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. R.K.A. the fucking Gooner Graham. smoke of a lord, looks straight and short. Sam Graham. Sam Graham.
1: United! 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 Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased coverage of the 2022 World Cup, as told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston. And across the way from me, the man with the smooth hair, Almost like a seal's hair, Mr. Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing over there?
0: Doing very well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Patreon.com backslash (laughs) D football show. Five bucks gets you all of our extra content, uh, most of which is inappropriate. And uh, tonight's sound check was quite funny.
1: That's worth all the monies, all the monies. (laughs) So when your hair is slick, does it like look like skin, like a seal, like not like hair, like fur? Is it like really smooth? Yeah, yeah, yeah That's it what,
0: is. Yeah, you know, it's, I
1: kind of, kind of thought that. <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House, just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch.
0: Absolutely. It is at the football show on all the social medias, especially if you're an English person living on Twitter with a profile picture of a footballer. That's not yourself. <laughs> uh, and then, you show at gmail.com to get in touch via email?
1: I really wanted to reach out to all of them and just be like, you good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And don't forget everybody. Of course, there's the DU Drip Shack, which the link is in all of our bios and all the social media where you can get some really cool DU swag. The fly is for killer. a nominal fee, of course. And uh,
1: our our closed group, of course, uh, Drunk United FC, where all the Bants is well, hashtag bands. Sam likes to say happens, uh, including straight fire like this from our boy, uh, Ken, Kenny. who's South Southampton supporter. So he doesn't really have much to celebrate, but he did have this to celebrate Um Literally minutes after the match was over. This is the England French match you're talking about. uh Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I was under the impression it was coming home. Emotional damage. (laughs) I mean, just it's that's all you can say. Like just damn. (laughs) I I (laughs) opened it, looked at it, it just verbally went. (laughs)
0: Damn! <laughs> like, he texted me privately. was like, I've been sitting on this screenshot for fucking ages. <laughs> it was, I, he said he almost couldn't find it. He had to go back so far.
1: Oh, uh, And then, and then there was a, our, our but our good buddy, Mark, who's a Spurs supporter who loves to have a goat with us. And we talked about him before he, where he's very literal, doesn't know how to talk shit. Like you'll be like, you know, you do he's actually shit. quite Dutch in a way. Yeah. You'll be talking shit and he'll just be like your team shit. <laughs> like that's how he talks shit. Like just you know, your team shit. You're like, okay, great. That's, that's good. But He's, Mark, a, lot be- how-
0: <laughs> he's a lot better at the bands in person. <clears throat> yeah. But this isn't
1: how it works. Mark. We, we, we talk shit. He doesn't type to
0: tone very well. <clears throat> either. And,
1: uh, and he's like typical Yanks. And then immediately within seconds, Kenny goes, I have receipts. Hashtag bants <laughs> boom puts Drops up a
0: screenshot, yeah. A
1: screenshot of him saying, I think it's coming home this year. No, it's not. No, 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 it's not. Did dare we say England pulled an England? Yeah, pretty much. You know what, Sam? Or as <laughs> I always like to say, you can drive your happy ass over here, yes, which is the case tonight. Our good friend Nicole. Or I'm sorry, Nick Cole. <laughs> this <laughs> is like this. Joel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick comma <Cole. laughs> Yeah. Cole, how you doing, girl? I'm doing good. It's, it's doing well. It's been
0: an eventful evening already.
3: It has been quite the evening already. Late <laughs> pizza, really wrong. <laughs> shit set on sound check.
1: Smooth oh
0: as gosh. a seal skin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If only you were an otter. If only you were an otter.
0: <laughs> Specifically a South African one, apparently.
3: <laughs> apparently.
0: Oh, Jesus. If uh, you're in
3: the South Africa portion
0: of otter of world.
3: Otter world. <laughs> that seal skin is what you come for.
0: Literally. <laughs> Figurative, figuratively and literally,
3: do <laughs> you after dark,"
1: everybody. do you after dark" on the main show. Jesus, oh, that's my not an gosh. after
4: dark. That was just sound check. <laughs> so as yeah, that's we the to...
1: winter. It's all after dark, technically. So, as we said, uh, I believe the last time you were in was either it was late September, early October, right? That you were in.
3: It was yeah. It was October last time I was in, um, and then I had a little bit of a COVID break. because mm-hmm. I had the vid, and then, of course, uh, World Cup happenings, and so. Yeah, it's been a while.
1: Nice. But we'd also said at the end of that show, we were like, when the World Cup went on, we wanted to get you in for an episode. And mm-hmm. and now, frankly, there's only so much World Cup we could talk because there's only so many games fucking left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know that, for, that for, when the third, like when the round of 16 was done and we had those couple of days off, I was like, Whoa, what do we do with my hands? <laughs> like, <what must laughs> be? It's been nothing but football for two solid weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do now?
1: What, yeah, yeah, I, um, apparently, I'm um, engaged in <laughs> stop a long time my mom's a listening
5: seal. to this stop
1: and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep passionate love for all things distilled spirits so is the red-blooded americans we are we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show we are going back to a whiskey that we drank in our first season and i think we even drank it in the second season we come but back been, to it a lot
0: because it's it, delicious
1: we haven't talked about this whiskey in a while and uh Mr. Graham, go to town because I, I fucking, I, I'm not going to. Am I Missouri?
0: Uh, no, it's Michigan.
1: Michigan. I fucking love this whiskey.
0: Go yeah, on. it's it's very good. It's the Journeyman Distilleries Buggy Whip Weep, Buggy Whip Wheat, which is always difficult for me to say. Uh, the Featherbone Factory was originally owned by E. K. Warren, a businessman who revolutionized <laughs> the making of corsets and buggy whips in the 1880s, and a staunch prohibitionist. Funny that there's now a distillery in his building, right? Uh, E.K. set the precedence for hard work, innovation, and an adventurous spirit. We salute E.K. for his willingness to take risks, and we honor his adventure with our buggy whip week. I mean, it is a big risk to do this life without whiskey the way things are going, to be honest. (laughs) So I do uh, respect him as well. Uh, It is organic. It is handmade. um, It is 90 proof, and it is delicious. Uh, Kosher
1: as well. It's 100% 100%
0: rye. Yes. Yes. Hitler won't be having any of this.
1: Hitler won't be drinking any of this.
0: (laughs) No, this will not be. This will will not be. Make him an (laughs) 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 Um,
1: It's 100% wheat and a lot of wheat whiskeys. The one that everybody knows very well is Bernheim and it's a little soft and it's a little subtle. This is a very big whiskey for being a grain that is very neutral. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of people who do small barrels and it tastes very young. This does not, you you would swear this was in a 53. Yeah, for sure. And you'd swear that this was four years old. It's two. It's delicious. And I unapologetically have said, and I stand by this, if I had 10 whiskeys on a deserted island for the rest of my life, this makes the list unequivocally. This makes the list. And uh, a lot of our regulars have listened to this, have Have gone out and tried it, and every single one of our, our regular listeners who tried this whiskey have all said the same, like, yes, this is a fucking
0: baller whiskey. Would you trade out five of those ten whiskeys to make sure that island was on the seal migration path? <laughs> I mean, it's a deserted island. Under by
1: yourself. <laughs> I mean, that's that's your thing, Otter Boy. Not
3: mine. <laughs> <laughs> Only if a South African island, I guess.
1: Cole, what do you think of the whiskey?
3: I think it's delicious. Um, it's so good. I like, like you said, it it, it is um, mellow, but without being soft. It's it, it's still a big flavor in there. But it's
0: still an easy drink. That's a great, exactly, yeah. Yeah, this is it's one mellow you can without drink. being soft, kind of like me.
1: <laughs> you could go t- going in soft cotton. <laughs> That's um, somebody
0: else we know exactly.
1: <laughs> you could drink this neat with a beer, like with a with a cold yeah. beer on a ninety degree day, and it'd be perfectly fine. Mel, what did you think of the whiskey? I know you wanted to grab and drink. Oh, some. Oh, I
4: really liked it. It's got a little bit of a sweet, but not like overly sugary <clears throat> sweet, and hmm. it's yeah,
1: yeah. Wheat wheat's always been something that typically gets blended into. You know, when we talk about the weeder bourbons, like the most popular one out there is Maker's, Maker's Mark, Mark, but yeah. it's also what you know all the Pappy line and the Weller line are all weeders as well. And typically, weeders do very well with age; like a long time in the in the barrel helps them. But uh, yeah, this is on a, as a standalone whiskey. If anybody said I want to try a wheat whiskey for the first time, the this is the whiskey I tell them.
0: to Yeah, find. for sure. I mean, I don't know that I'd start with this one because then everything after this is downhill for oh, a wheat whiskey. You, do
1: you need Do you need to drink any other wheat whiskeys? Well,
0: no, because it's also affordable and available. Yeah. How much this runs?
1: Usually about forty five or so 45, on a shelf. Forty five. Oh, yeah. uh, they did run out of it for a little while. What? Yeah, for a little while, but I, I still found some, and for. For me, this is a bottle of whiskey that is always in my closet. Yeah, o- always. And if it's not in my closet, it's because I finished it a week ago, and I'm going to buy another bottle of it. Mm-hmm. I was going to make an M&M joke.
0: <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else do we need to do, Mister? Make sure you uh, remember to drink responsibly. All right. Just don't see. be like that guy and not drink at all. Let's see how
1: this clinking works. Ooh, I don't that mind it. Works.
0: Wow, I like it. Yeah, Mr. Graham has debuting yeah. a new cup. Yeah, tonight uh, that Garrett, uh, yes. one of my compatriots in uh, in in my sales uh, job, is um, bought me very kindly. It is an unt mug, mm-hmm. where the C is the handle of the mug, and we can figure out what that means. Yes, D back. <laughs> this is now what I'm drinking whiskey out of on the show for uh, the duration of how long we do it. Yeah, that's it <laughs> forever. <laughs> this is now my whiskey yeah. mug. Alright, well,
1: the World Cup quarters gave us every kind of match. The crafty veterans outdul the favorite. A chippy affair that ended on penalties. A massive upset with a historic result. And a battle of heavyweights who left it all on the pitch. Croatia won, Brazil won, four to two, Croatia advance on penalties, Netherlands two, Argentina two, Argentina advances four to three on penalties, Morocco won. Portugal nil France two, England one Um, Brazil owned every single aspect of this match they were far and away the better team but the old men just don't fucking go away do they
0: not because they're not Belgian (laughs) those old men do go away yeah very easily might I add Uh, it was so boring Oh god. It's so boring.
1: It was it was he was only exciting so boring. in the second 15 minutes of extra time. That's yeah. the only time it was exciting. God. And the penalty kicks and that was it.
0: <laughs> there I shared a meme in the the DUFC the closed group on on Facebook and it's uh uh the looks both in sets of players. It's a football f- a pitch and both sets of players mm. are just seated in yeah. where their starting positions were. And it said, if we get a Croatia-Morocco final, yes, both teams waiting for penalties. <laughs> yeah, yep. referee starts the game. Everybody just sits down. Just fuck it. <laughs> it's essentially what it's going to be. Blow the missile Shoot at 120.
1: Blow it again at one twenty. We'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go exactly. Take APKs.
0: Yeah, it's a like. I mean, really, it could be like a cricket match. Does everybody go get lunch uh, in the middle of it?
1: We'll get <laughs> to we'll get to the the, the penalties as well, but. Likovic, Licovo- uh, the keeper. Likovit, Likovic, Livikovitch, Livikovitch. Thank you. It's you know, all the C H S and K S and V S and shit. I'm not you, drunk enough to mispronounce <laughs> it yet. <laughs> exactly. Hence why I look to you. Um, <laughs> made made four or five really good saves. Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Really saves. good
0: saves. I,
1: it's not necessarily that Brazil did anything wrong.
0: No. They, it, played them, they played them hard. But the Croatians put themselves them. on the line as well. I mean, there was a lot of blocks. Yes, ma'am. There was a lot of blocks. Tell me when. <laughs> there were a, a lot of blocks. I think there was one clearance off the line uh, pretty readily. You know, I mean, they, they did a great job Yeah. As, as a team, as a collective Croatia.
1: <laughs> and again, Brazil weren't bad. Brazil did no. exactly what they needed uh-huh. to do.
0: Except when
1: going yep. in the net, they just and then they get the goal in in extra time. They get the goal and you're like, OK, that's it. They're going to see it out uh-huh. at the fucking death. Yep. Fucking header. Boom. Here we go. we're going we're going to penalties. And the minute it goes to penalties, you're like, oh, yeah, this not going to go so well for
0: Brazil. Uh-uh. <laughs> the first one was saved on it for Rodrigo's two, two saved one off the post.
1: They missed the first three. They missed the first two, and then they
0: missed the. Then f- they made one, and they missed the no, fourth.
1: No, he saved the first one. Then the next two went in, and then when it got to number four, they had to make number four to win. And he saved and they it. Put
0: it off the. Post. They put it off the post. Yeah. yeah. All right. But Rodrigo, it's a pretty poor penalty to to get things started, and I'm not sure as 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 the Brazilian manager, I would have chosen the what is it, Rodrigo nineteen? Yeah. Never been in this sort of a pressurized situation before. I don't know that I would have put that on his on his young shoulders at that point. You know, we talk about have talked previously about England at the Euros. Um, uh, a couple uh, well last summer because it was delayed. Uh put, with Saka, Rashford, and Sancho, but they were on the back end three, four, and five because you put Harry Kane to uh-huh. take the first kick. You had England, you know, scoring their first two, and then had. Those three just tuck them away. We'll you know get, what I mean. We'll get to Argentina next. Who took the first fucking kick? Messi. Lionel Messi. Right. we go- because who was left
1: on the bench? Who was left on the kickers that did not take a kick in the uh, Brazil match? Neymar. Number five. Number five. He never even got to him. Yep. Also, like I don't, I don't take it away from you. You've got the different tools, and you're trying to change things up. So. It makes sense to sub out Richarlison. but if you thought for a second that thing was going to penalties, why in the hell do you take out a guy who's scored penalties to win you an uh-huh. Olympics and scored a penalty to win you a uh, a Copa America? Like that's a guy that like. Well, he scored, but did Argentina
0: win the Copa America no, when they the went one to penalties? That, oh, okay. The one before that,
1: but it's like you. That's a. Get like you need to have in the back of your head this thing's close. It may go to penalties. I, if I'm putting somebody in his place, AKA Anthony, then why isn't Anthony one of the ones taking a fucking penalty?
0: It, it usually works to a team's detriment, but there are certain teams on, on the planet that I don't mind them being a bit arrogant. Mm-hmm. Brazil's one of those nations. Yeah. Uh, England's one of those nations. France is one of those nations.
1: Brazil deservingly. They were far and away the better side. I would still argue they're the best team in this World Cup. They just aren't gonna win it. Uh,
0: oftentimes they in tournament football, the best teams win don't it. win. You know and, that and oftentimes the best team doesn't win tournaments. And you've seen that because it, it has to do with your path, it has to do with injuries, it has to I mean lifting yourself over and over again to that mental level. And and being able to go again to that physical level is very, very difficult. I, I think that's when we get to Morocco. I think that's gonna be the difficulty in the next uh in the next game against France. I think they are not gonna have anything left in the tank. Since since winning the pardon
1: me, since winning the World Cup, Brazil has been knocked out of the quarterfinals in every single World Cup since two thousand two by a European side, and it happens yet again.
0: Yep. Other
1: than, oh, I'm sorry. Other than the semifinal, every single time except for the semifinal,
0: because that was a semifinal against Germany. Every single time except for that one time it didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: So they had the one. They but had that was one, on home. That was on home soil as the, well. Right, and they lost
1: seven to one in the semis. But other than that, every single World Cup since they've won it, they were knocked out in the quarters, and they were knocked out in the quarters by a by a European side. I just the, this, I. Yeah, I don't think you call this a disappointment for this for this country because the team looks really good, and the team also, I think, is built to last a while, too.
0: Not a lot of age on that team. No, like, it's really only Neymar that's that's older I now, and he'd probably still be good for the next tournament, you think, as a, as a 35, 36-year-old. I put them right at the front for How old the is contenders
1: for, for uh, 2026. I put them right at the front. And uh, let's face it, I've I've said this multiple times. Brazil is a team I love to fucking hate. They're really fucking good. Like, there's not much of a weakness in that team. This was just that game. This is that game. If you equate it to the NCAA tournament, you played a team who just kept hitting threes and you can never fucking catch up. Right. And it didn't matter. Or it's or you played Wisconsin who decided they were going to make the shot clock run for 30 fucking seconds every single time there was a possession and you beat them you know, fucking thirty-four to fucking thirty-two because there's just no offense. There, there's no opportunities.
0: Like right. it just it,
1: far and away the better side. But again, experience rules. It's and,
0: a Neymar's 30.
1: Yeah. And and the, the the that's that side of veterans just figured out a way to do it again. Yeah. And and honestly I am bullish on them to beat Argentina because I think Brazil is better than Argentina, and I think Croatia's been there before. And I'm seeing a France-Croatia repeat. Fuck that! I'll be so pissed. Yeah, that's. I really I'd think that's so what I'm seeing about
0: it. But Na- uh, so Neymar's 30, so at 34, I think he can have his uh, Ronaldo moment. We could watch him cry again in four years. <laughs> or Luis Suarez, he also cried. Yeah, that yeah. was the, that was welcome though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was that was we, very we welcome. Enjoyed that. So, Cole, have you been uh, keeping on ma- on much of the World Cup?
3: So, I have not watched any of the matches. I'll be honest about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Appreciate Zero you being Ryan here. Like, <laughs> in
0: in fairness to you
1: guys,
3: though, like, it's in the middle.
1: <laughs> it's it is in the. Mi- oh, you see, and you're doing it right. Um, in the middle of the day, I mean, English Twitter would definitely tell you you're doing it right. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? i'm okay with that yeah yeah Yeah.
1: i mean if they can save a penalty and have an english accent she's all fucking in
3: (laughs) um the uh
1: i i think you know it's let's face it all the games are at you know we're at five nine ten two o'clock like it's when everybody's working you know it's we're we're fortunate enough to have a job where we drive a lot and can just plug a phone into a car and listen to it while we're driving places. You know, it's not hard. Or I can go to a bar and spend a few hours there because um, you see, don't really have a real, real job. Seeing an account.
0: <laughs> fucking suppliers. <laughs> Fuck you guys.
1: Supplier with the number five fucking whiskey on Whiskey Advocate's top fucking 20. Here we go
5: again. <laughs> 15th time I heard that. <laughs>
1: All right, so... Moving on, let's talk uh, Holland and Argentina.
0: This match was
5: chippy,
0: and referee Woo. was doing everything he could to not send someone off.
4: And they were doing everything they
1: could
0: to, to try get to send sent off. Someone yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Fourteen yellow cards. Allow me to say this wow. again. There are twenty-two yeah. people on the pitch. There was fourteen yellow cards.
4: Amazingly, I don't think Emmy got one. No,
0: Emmy. Didn't I liked this wee dance at the end of the penalties. Was that was pretty the good. Little dance. You know who's pissed off about the dance. Who? Roy Keane huh. he was really mad about Brazil turning up and dancing it's just disrespectful to your opponents it is he's just going off about it just being very old does white man No, not
4: know I mean Emmy didn't hump the air this time which I, I was disappointed <laughs> I was looking forward to that the second it went to penalty was, I was like oh well this shit's over it, first one stopped oh, yeah. second one stopped
0: we, it's just very funny when Roy Keane gets very and Graham Soonest does the same thing like about Pogba's hair and some of the other mm. stuff they get very old white man on the porch Ugh. yelling at the clouds it's just Whoa, it's Nicole, very funny well in the case of Graham's, very funny. In the
1: in the case of Graham Soonis, it's because they're not white.
2: That's why he's well, yeah. doing Roy it. Roy
0: Keane's playing up to a yeah. bit pretty much that he's a grumpy fucker and he is a grumpy fucker but he's he knows it and he's playing up to a bit. Grab
2: soonest to like
0: soonest... brown people. He I doesn't. don't know that I'd go, I i do not know that I'd go that far. And he says, but, well,
1: you know what? His words in commentary oh, would really? very much say I've
0: never heard that. He
1: doesn't whenever you, um, you hear him on the desk but not in
0: commentary but yeah, yeah. so
1: on the desk. Most of what he says would very much lead you to believe the man's a touch Jonesian.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, isn't he Glaswegian?
1: I mean, well, it's I'm just going. a city
0: full of Alex Joneses, isn't it's it's
1: it's it? A, yeah. <laughs> My gosh, that, that's, a special, that is, that's a city that needs to understand D back very much so. They, they they at the, the risk of go, sounding, I'm not gonna. I am not going i am going to be one this morning. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. At <laughs> the risk
0: of sounding. Uh, (laughs) Sunnisian.
1: Show title right there.
0: Glaswegians are a special breed. (laughs) Buckfast is a hell of a fucking (laughs) wine. (laughs)
1: That is for damn sure.
0: Oh, that's funny. Hmm. Um, did, I ever tell you the story just briefly? Did I ever tell you the <laughs> luck? You is brief. The the luck that glad the city of Glasgow had on the River Clyde. No. In World War II? no. There was a shipyard right as the river bent mm-hmm. in one area, and the Germans were going to bomb it. Mm-hmm. The night they chose, though, what I mean, the, I have four sunny days a year the night they chose was raining because Scotland and they ended up bombing a highway in the middle of nowhere because the water on the the road reflected the moonlight and they thought it was the river so they were following eyesight they were following a highway when they thought they were following the uh, the river Clyde <laughs> isn't that interesting very interesting oh, yeah
1: that was wonderful wow.
0: yep. It was probably just because they were, you know, in soon as his mind, dumb well, German. Let's take the foot <laughs> but, off the brake pedal and put it back on the gas pedal and continue to drive it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't like history. So, That's cool. back to Emmy. Um, Argentina seemed to have this thing in the bag. It's two yeah.
0: nothing, and then... But what I tell you... Hold on. What the fuck did I tell you last week <laughs> during the quarterfinals? Put the big lad up front. <laughs> and what did <do> they do... <laughs> Bring in Burnley's own Vart the Vaglars <laughs> on
1: a yellow card from the bench. He got a yellow card while on the bench. So they sub him into a match with the booking already on him.
5: <laughs> no Brilliant.
1: rainbow worm band, no nothing. Just put his ass on the pitch. He had already yelled at the, had already told him The uh, <laughs> wrap his feelings. Comes on. Bangs in two. Two, two. We're yeah. going extra time. Just, <laughs>
0: Lump it up to the big lad. What I tell you? They do this all the time. This is all the time. And all the tactics, all the ticky-tack, all the, the greatest player in the world <laughs> possibly that has ever lived <laughs> captaining your opposition. Mm-hmm. Van Gogh goes, Big host. <laughs> <laughs> bring,
1: bring in the tall fucker. Just throw it up there. It's see just, what that's do. all you got to do. Oh, by the way, Emmy saves two. And who it took, works. Who took number three? that what happened back of the fucking neck yeah take that uh, emmy who
0: <laughs> yeah you can fuck whatever you want uh fuck you i just scored yeah well i bet you um if the netherlands had advanced on the back of that big horse would have started as a center forward
1: oh god yeah <laughs> in
0: the in the semis it's a shame they didn't uh louis Van is probably going to step down um And retire for the fifth time? Yeah. I think. I think it's up to I think this will be the fifth one. This
1: time he's actually recovering from cancer. I think think this might be probably
0: finally Uh, real. Until Chelsea get rid of Grand Potter and they need to (laughs) enter him until the (laughs) end of the season.
1: We We talk about shithousery and we talk about gamesmanship. And then there was this match.
0: Yeah. All
1: over it. Everything was somebody grabbing somebody in one moment a uh, young Argentinian player um, gets a foul and then just, you know, not thinking, just kicks the ball th- it away. It looked
0: like frustration. Just like, <laughs> God damn it. And just lash the ball. Like, also, just time kick against
1: the advertising hoarding? Time-wasting. Kick the ball in the fucking stands. Let it take another 30 seconds off the
0: clock. Straight to the devil's bench. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> and if there's one team you don't want to rifle the ball at people that are just sitting there enjoying themselves, it's fucking Dutch people. And uh, Cole, I'm not sure if you were aware of this,
1: uh, the Dutch, mm. a literal people, mm-hmm. a very, very literal people.
3: Mm. I, I was aware. Mm-hmm.
1: And it just became throughout the penalties, the keeper walking up to every single penalty taker, uh, the keeper walking and talking in Emmy's ear the entire time, the final in the Argentina caught some shit for this because when they scored and won, a few of the players actually turned as the Dutch were on their knees crying and did the.
0: Fuck you! It just ran. Fuck yeah. you! So they on the way to run to Emmy. Yeah. took a bit of a left turn and ran in front of the Argentina well, players I, standing there before they I, looked I, a lot like a parabola.
1: Actually, only <laughs> one person ran to uh, Emmy, and we'll let Mel get to that here in a moment. But they all ran to uh, Martinez who scored the goal. One guy, only one guy ran towards Emmy. Who was that, Mel?
4: I don't remember. I'm ruining everything. I mean,
1: it's only the most important player on the field.
0: Oh. Vighorst?
4: Um, who is
1: Messi. Messi, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the entire that team ran towards that guy's the- What's name? <laughs> yeah. The
4: M, my, my, mess, Messi. Messi. <laughs> Lenal.
1: In this, and, oh, this is, God. and this is why this is why the Supreme Court made things to say you're <laughs> not your muterous, your choice. Go ahead and hit that old mute button oh, there, Miss Thing. I'm
4: not <laughs> about to do that.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you're slowly driving this. Yeah, segment there's off a rumor.
4: The um Messi's coming to Aston Villa. Uh,
1: really? There's a rumor. I'm taking care of that myself.
0: There's no rumor. <laughs>
1: That that is that is an executive decision. No, 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 no.
0: The biggest, the biggest you rumor I've heard. You've spoken
1: enough. You're good. You're you speaking from I'm, I'm, your I'm gonna vote. I'm, no I'm, I'm gonna give you an Abby.
2: No,
0: no, no. 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 I'm gonna give you an Abby, too. Yeah, yes, exactly. She's very disappointed in yes. you. Yes. I will not
3: let this <laughs> dance. I will be your voicemail.
0: Oh I don't. Um, I don't see you much disagreeing in what I just
1: did.
3: No. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly.
0: The <laughs> biggest. The biggest rumor that I've heard about Messi for real is Inter Miami. That's the one uh, I've heard as well. B- because he owns a house there. Because his house in barcelona i guess isn't a good enough beach so he has to uh own one in miami as well well somebody
1: should tell him there's uh pretty loose tax laws in florida <clears> but pretty <throat> tough tax laws in the united
0: states also pretty bad thing about people that look like him <laughs> no. sound well, no, like I'm him a- miami will be okay hey, yeah miami will be, right. be fine
1: miami would be okay
0: did you hear him call somebody on the dutch team an idiot uh yes in his post-match yep did you see this yep Cole yeah so somebody while he was giving his post-match interview so in in the tunnel somebody was walking by and the translation that they put up on the bottom and I'm I'm sure it's correct because he was using the same word at the end of the sentence and they had that translated and it was basically what are you looking at idiot you keep moving idiot keep going like that. It was.
3: Well, if that I mean, was the tone in which it was spoken. I'm pretty sure he didn't say idiot.
1: <laughs> so going, so going back to the, the whole was pretty thing good of what they did. I mean, it's Dutch no moonwalking team. out of the press conference, but so everybody's being very like, Oh, Argentina, you got to be better than that. You got to do better. Well, here's the thing. Five Dutch players surrounded Martinez uh-huh. and walked with him until he was about two yards outside of the fucking penalty box talking shit to him the entire way he went down there. Wow. And then one of them got a yellow card for it. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh-huh. And
1: then they walked back. I I know you're supposed to be a professional, mm-hmm. but fuck you. Be happy I didn't pull out my dick and balls and wave them in your face and do a fucking, <laughs> a, a fucking willy copter. You fucking asshole. Like, yeah. especially after that, like you pulled that kind of,
0: fuck you. Mm-hmm. So the Dutch, I'd probably say the Dutch and the Portuguese are probably the biggest culprits of it. But we've talked about Brazilians, Argentinians, Uruguayans, Chileans, and the South American essentially football culture of getting one over on the referee is as good as scoring a goal. It's as respected. It's part of the fucking game there. That's just how it is. Right. And the Dutch and the Portuguese are probably the two European nations that do it the most. Oh, God, yeah. In that part of the world.
1: I mean, well... So
0: you uh... get two of these shithousery powerhouses together, and we get this (laughs) beautiful event that happened the other day. Did did you see the uh, the headline from the uh, Daily
1: Mail? No. From... uh, From... uh... Van Dyke, the Dutch tulip moment of silence. Thank you. Um, he said he hasn't been the same since the injury and that's probably
0: Oh likely. did he? It's
1: picker's fault. It's that's picker's brilliant. Fault. It's picker's fault. So, I would like to say when you look at the Dutch team, understand that their captain, I'm is, surprised
0: he didn't say something along the lines of I don't know why he injured me. He should have fought me like a man with his tiny arm. <laughs> Yes.
1: That would be very Dutch of him to do. Um, but uh very in in a very uh copeplate is kind of way. Um embarrassed by everything, ashamed of nothing, <laughs> you know, it's just kind yeah. of the way that they roll <gasps> clutch their pearls and then do the same fucking thing and go, well, I mean, I'm allowed to do that. Cause I'm me <laughs> end of the day. It's um, still an amazing match as ugly and crappy and just kind of grabby and shithousery as it was the, the ebbs and flows. Of this match was just fucking incredible.
2: That
0: was awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was, you know, the last time uh, in, in a knockout tournament, I believe the Dutch were down 2-0, did the same thing, but they advanced in that one on yep. penalties. Yeah, uh, Where they came back and drew late on 2-2 and then went to extra time and then penalties as well. So there was a, a big air about that. And Argentina, outside of like four players, aren't particularly great. They're not like pulling up trees by any means. I mean, there's somebody in the squad that's there. It, one of the worst performances of this world cup
5: mm-hmm.
0: um but he's only there because he's Messi's like best friend right and he gets a little bit of playing time every game because he's Messi's best friend
1: i i did appreciate the uh, ball that got kicked into the uh, dutch box um alexis mcallister right there showing off his scottish side just looking at him going
5: ah! <laughs> right now <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh
1: you go right ahead, buddy. You go right the fuck ahead. Moving on. Morocco. The first African nation to make it to a World Cup semifinal. Game's gone. And, and.
3: <laughs> there goes the World Cup. And.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they deserve it. 100%. Uh,
0: it was not a great game. No, it wasn't. But I they- was not super happy with the way like <laughs> the game was played in general, the whole thing. Morocco were shit, Portugal were shitter, and Morocco got lucky uh, that somehow their forward can fly.
1: Morocco? <laughs> I'm
0: Morocco. not sure what the fuck that was, but he was off the grid, like six feet in the air. That may be the highest the center forward has ever jumped for a header, ever.
1: Morocco did this to Belgium? And Morocco did this when they tied Croatia. Morocco did it when they tied Spain and eventually advanced. They're going to play their game, and they're going to wait for opportunities. This is very Jose Mourinho ball. And, well, and their and, coach
0: has only been there for about a month, maybe and, six
1: weeks. And they capitalize on opportunities. They could have scored more. They could have, they could have put – Yeah, but they didn't. That's my you know, point.
0: Is a better footballing – team... No, I agree. ...would have taken those chances, and they just didn't. And I think... And that's where I think, ultimately, they're going to fall short against France. I, I tend to agree. I, is, think, I think we're seeing a rematch, is what I... Yeah, I, I just don't think they have it in them to raise their game again. Right. Because we saw it in the the Portugal game, they did not play well. They got... It was a freak thing that this dude was able to jump so high, literally. Right. And then Portugal re- reverted, you know, as, as the next point you have here, yeah. to type and diving and complaining and doing this and that the other to get instead penalties of left and just and right and instead trying to of just kicks. allowing their their footballing to do the talking because they they played a better game than morocco did mm. morocco did held firm and did what they were supposed to do stayed organized and dealt with the shithousery and portugal just reverted to type and and that was it and they, they stopped focusing on the game and tried to focus on conning the referee into here's, something
1: here's going to be the difference between what france will do to morocco and what portugal didn't do against morocco is that there is the same level of talent on both of those teams offensively? There are great players on on each of those sides. Listen,
0: don't France, compare anyone to France's most beautiful all-time leading goal scorer, Olivier Giroud. He's
1: easy to look at. <laughs> We've had this conversation. The man is very easy to look at. I haven't um, watched
3: a World Cup, but I've watched that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Olivier Giroud is very easy yeah. to look at, um, but. The difference is, is France plays as a unit. France doesn't need to result to anything. Just keep plugging away, keep doing it. And we'll get to that when we get to uh, France and uh, England, is that no matter how the match is going, just keep plugging away. You're going to get your opportunities. Don't like, they're going to be relentless in the way that they put it on to Morocco. And Morocco's not ready for that because so far who they have played is... A Croatian team that's old that says, okay, fine, if we draw, we advance, so we'll take the draw, right? A Belgian team who was completely discombobulated, also old, and could not connect their offense and defense together. So it was easy to beat them. A Spanish team that overlooked them, mm-hmm. frankly, very much because
0: the Spain team. But that was is very so committed good. to playing ticky-tack a roundabout <laughs> bullshit football. That they forgot to that attack they forgot the to attack fucking and score. Goal. Yeah,
1: and and a and a Portuguese team that will result to anything to try to get to try to survive in advance. They're going to finally play a team that will go. Okay, well, how
0: do you feel when we do this? So what you're saying is mm-hmm. Morocco has lived the life of a South African seal, <laughs> just enjoying their time on the beach hanging out and here comes laying on the sand, favorite otter. and here comes everyone's favorite otter <laughs> in Olivier the form Giroud. of very attractive Olivier Giroud to just put it on them <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah whether they like it or not <laughs> but but we've also talked about
1: this and <laughs> I, I, I want to mention this one last time because we we've talked about it and it's we know it's only a matter of time before Africa gets to a final before an African nation wins the cup. And this is a big step Yeah, because this, because any African team in the quarterfinals thinks about it goes, man, it'd be really great to be the, be the first one that gets there. Yeah. Now you ain't got to think about that. You can just go and go, Oh, we've got this team in front of us to play. Let's go play them.
0: But you, you also, I've said this to you before with, with, with the African nations, especially West African nations and, and, a lot of the Mediterranean coast kind of North African nations. It's the same problem that Belgium has. It's the same problem that subsets of the Germany team have where there's very much tribal lines within the team, right? In the Belgians, it's the Dutch speakers, the German speakers and the French speakers don't always get along. And it, nobody really sees themselves as Flemish. They're all part of these little subsets of communities and you don't really get along with that. And, you know, French. The silver lining of French colonialization was a lot of these West and North African countries had, quote-unquote, proper football channels now established, right? Because the original country, France, had now lines of business and communication as they were exploiting the people in general. Their footballers started to get noticed. They move. People... You know, in their situation, we're like, hey, maybe I can go to France now and find a job or whatever. And then most of the national team now has Senegalese descent, is of Senegalese descent.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: We've seen in France in particular, Belgium's the same way, where you remember that kid that scaled the apartment building Mm -hmm. that saved the kid? Mm -hmm. This citizenship idea has been, for whatever reason in those countries, used as some sort of prized possession for its, you know, um, emigrators. Is that right? For its immigrants. No. For its immigrants. Is that kid saved that I think he was Cameroonian, but he saved that kid from the burning apartment building and Macron or whoever he's it was at the time. To be he's now. good, he's French now. He's a, France, a French citizen. They granted him citizenship on the back of the that, I, I guess you'd call it an achievement. Like showing,
1: showing up to your job every day and working hard and right. paying your taxes isn't enough to make you a citizen. Exactly. But doing something extraordinary. Hey, now, dark man, now you're a
0: citizen. So now what you're seeing is a lot of African nations are doing what Jamaica has been doing and getting players that have been born in France to Senegalese parents or moroccan parents or whoever have been yep. hey why don't you come play for us instead no one's ever heard of gabon before pierre Emerick Aubameyang qualified for four different countries yep through like grandparentage gabon. and everything else chose the country of his father of gabon yep. no one had ever heard of them until he chose them
1: well and the good thing is an exceptional just, striker that but he was went never, to an african he was nation
0: never going to be the french striker he was never going to be the Spanish striker.
1: Yeah. Because that was never. at a time
0: when Spain didn't play with a striker. Yeah. He was, he was, never, was gonna... never Well, actually, they probably could have played with him. He only touched the ball four times a game anyway.
5: <laughs> but
0: the my point is, is the African nations are starting to do a better job of getting technically foreign nationals, but that would qualify for the national team, back <clears> into their fold. Right. Right? And playing for the, the nation of their parents, as opposed to the nation they were born in. Yeah. That being said some of the Africans uh, in, in those teams that were brought up in those countries are still holding tribal lines, are still holding language lines, are still holding, you know, a lot of the Senegalese players prefer to speak their local dialect and not French mm-hmm. in the team. Well, the ones born in France don't fucking know that shit. Right. <laughs> so it's very difficult to get them all on the same page, but we're starting to see them putting it together. And this Ghanaian team, especially very young this year, new manager again. I think the uh, the the Ghanian team is going to be one to watch in twenty twenty
1: six. Yeah, I I think the Senegalese very much so. team is probably aging out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw um, uh, Nigeria back in because they're a fairly young side and they just missed the World Cup. Yep, you know, so they. It, I I think we could see that definitely.
0: Yeah. So I that and now that Hakim Ziyech is back in the role in Morocco, because that's why the previous manager was sacked just before the tournament, mm-hmm. is his negligence essentially of not picking Ziyech, because right. um, they had a a public kind of spat personally. Thomas
1: Tuchel, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Um, I just hope the Senegalese team can refill their ranks quickly as well because. If African Snoop Dogg goes anywhere, I'm going to be super pissed. <laughs> he was the coolest fucking manager Dude, of the tournament. Was awesome Dreads down in the middle of his back. Fucking, not even, I told you, not even a tracksuit, sweatsuit. Yep. Dude was, all he was missing was a pair of fucking uh, Adidas uh, uh, Sheltos. It was so dope. Dude's cool as a <laughs> motherfucker. Dude's cool as a motherfucker. Moving on to the final match. This was
1: actually, for us here in America, dream case scenario. A Saturday, 2 o'clock. The only college football game to compete with is on pretty much right after you finish in Army-Navy. And let's face it, not the most attractive football game to watch. Everybody watches it because we are like because mm, it's America. Army Navy, yeah, <laughs> <You>
0: know,
1: <laughs> America. I, I fuck believe, yeah! I believe collectively the passing Come yards again I saved a motherfucking day. The yeah. passing yards in that game were a whopping twenty-eight <laughs> to twenty-five in favor of Navy. Sweet <laughs> passing yards. <laughs> While they each had four hundred and thirty-seven rushing yards, <laughs> how many? <laughs> no, they they both oh. had like over two hundred rushing yards. So it's a ton because they're
3: both be, rushing teams.
0: <laughs> So, anyhow, well, if I was navy, I'd air publicity. it out because we actually have pirates. So here we are, pilots, pirates. Shouldn't have Both said that. It's weird.
3: Privateers.
0: Another podcast. We're back over here now, kids.
3: And here I think it, it
1: was. Took away the wrong mute button. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> perhaps. Um, I'll give you that one. <laughs> this was. This was exactly. The match to have, if you wanted a
0: casual watcher of this game to watch. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. It's England. I still have my VHS cassette tape from the 2004 Euros mm -hmm. when they played each other in the quarters. I videotaped it. It is England. It is And I still have it. I don't even own a VCR.
1: It is the first time they've faced each other in the knockout stages of a World Cup Ever. And this was two prize fighter heavyweights yep. throwing fucking punches for 90 fucking minutes. This was ups and downs. You look at it and you're like, okay, so the two big, like there was the, obviously the goal from Harry Kane on the penalty. And then there was the miss from Harry Kane on the penalty, which we'll get to soon enough. One, like England didn't have opportunities. England had a lot of chances and England took it to France and France, the better side, the better guy, I mean, they're, they're the defending world cup champions. And frankly, they're, they're real. They're, they're a really fucking talented team and they weren't at their best. This is something we talk about when we talk about premier league games, where a really good team just doesn't have their day. This was not France's day. France found a way to fucking win. I mean, this is what fucking champions do.
0: England 57% possess- I just pulled up the stats. 57% possession. They had 16 total shots doubling France, mm-hmm. uh, who only had eight. Eight of which were on target from England, five from France. So 13 total shots on target from 24 shots. Yeah. Both, it was I mean, both, both teams and, went after each other. Oh,
1: and by the way, we're going to talk about Larice, but those three saves Pickford made Goal savers. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. he, he but made Lurice, three Lur- brilliant fucking saves.
0: Lloris had to make two or three of his own as well. I mean, he that Bell- that Bellingham strike was nuts from he, the top of the box.
1: I mean, this it was everything you want. Like, when, when we say you should check out footy, this is why you should watch. Yeah. This game is exactly why you should watch fucking footy. Like, so I, it was... Magnificent. I'm going to shut up now.
0: Sorry. (laughs) I don't think that Gareth Southgate put a foot wrong except on two points. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he should go because I don't think anybody else that's available is going to improve England at all. The two things that I think he did wrong was subbing off Baku Saka because he was having a fucking joyous old time down the right side because Tio Hernandez is one of the worst offenders I've ever seen in my life. Trent Alexander Arnold would have been a defensive upgrade to what Tio Hernandez was doing. It was In all terrible. defense, Sterling made him look just as bad too.
1: But then, of course, but Saka when has you're a been the- ham on the defense, like but it's not even that. It's looking. not even
0: just that. Sterling had to fly home because of a very stressful and very bad home situation with the burglary, the armed burglary mm-hmm. of his home. He's been absent from the team for three or four days. It, not a problem. I fully respect his decision to go take care of his family. That's great. And I'm glad that he made it back to the tournament. But as a, from, in footballing terms, he hasn't been here for four days. He hasn't trained. He's right. not been part of the team. He's not been part of the buildup and watching film and doing all that kind of stuff. Right? Sokka has. And Sokka was cutting up. Put Sterling in for Foden if you want to. Put Sterling in for Henderson. Drop Kane to a 10 and go to a two up front. Yeah. And have Kane fill the void in the middle. Have Declan Rice and <clears throat> Bellingham behind him instead. Yeah. Don't sub off arguably the best player on the field for your team in Baku Saka, And that's what I thought he was. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The then thing. Harry Kane. I understand he's the best penalty taker on the team. Very much should have been given the responsibility as he was for the first penalty. Great. The second penalty you got to come into your thought process that that goalkeeper has seen him train for the last 10 years as a teammate of his at Tottenham Hotspur. Mm-hmm. They take pens against each other at the end of every single training session. And if you think for a second that the pressure of him going, I already hit the one where he knew I was going. And it psyched Larice out because he dove the wrong way thinking, I know where he goes, so I'm going to do the other thing. He tried to do too much.
1: And Kane tried to go to the same spot. Mm-hmm. He tried to go to the same spot. But he spot. tried to re- elevate. It. Yeah. Tried to hit that top corner and got it wrong. And honestly, Sterling, I argue. Sterling's a great penalty taker. Uh-huh. You could have put Sterling right in that situation. Exactly. You had, Foden has taken penalties mm-hmm.
0: before. He was still in the field, I think. Rashford was on the pitch. Rashford, Rashford takes, takes penalties. penalties. Um, Henderson, I think, was already, already off. Was already but off. Mason Mount takes penalties for Chelsea sometimes. Declan uh, Rice takes penalties for, t- he, he for takes West Ham. Pen- Harry
1: Maguire takes fucking penalties from time to time and he's fucking nailed them every time he's yeah, taken one. Yeah, but
0: Gareth knows that he staked his reputation I, I and know. he's doing well I enough. Know. Yeah. You can't if he if it was Maguire that missed it. Yeah. Gareth Southgate but would be he, burned at the fucking stake he like he was a witch in 1650. Options. He you know had saying? other
1: options and what you don't do like we say you don't have the guy who got fouled take the penalty because he's still in his head Still about in his head about,
0: the, about it. The foul?
1: Same don't have the same guy take the the second penalty. He doesn't need to.
0: He already did his job. Put it on somebody else. Because you have the added... You know who really should have taken a penalty? If If I really was a stickler, it should have, without a doubt, been on Jude Bellingham's back. He's the only player that was on that field that doesn't play in England. Hugo Lloris does not play against him week has in, week no out. no idea who the has fuck no he is. has no fucking clue where he goes. No idea where he's going to go. It should have been on Jude Bellingham, and that is a big mistake by Gareth Southgate, uh, Southgate in my opinion. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I. It, England, I think it was still a progression from the Euros, and England went to the final right. because they actually scored goals. They played expansive football in this tournament, something Gareth Southgate's not done in previous tournaments in, uh, that he's been in charge of. So I still think it's progression, even though they had an earlier exit than the previous two. I still think, and I still contend with the youth of the squad in general, the only person really not going to be there is Harry Kane and Jordan Henderson. Yeah, that's Everybody it. else is, and, and is young we, enough and that as they as will, should be there in 2026. There's plenty of people
1: to bring on.
0: I, There's plenty more to bring on. Now that gambling is legal in Maryland, I'm going to see how early they put it up for the Euros. Probably be right after qualifications done for the futures for the winners. I'm going to put $25 on England to win the Euros.
1: Yeah, don't, I don't disagree with that. I, I'd still say going into All 20- of
0: those players. You know, Jude Bellingham in two years' time be 21 with all of this experience because he's now going to be an England mainstay. On- you know what I mean? Like that just – and then 2026 – as four years from now he'll be 23 right in the prime of his career 20, and he was already doing what he was doing come on
1: 20, 20 26, i can already say like there's two teams that i feel very comfortable saying eddie are, and
0: Ketia leading the line mm-hmm. uh, Exactly, <laughs> no other english strikers <laughs> alive apparently behive and tony is who it'll be if he's available yeah that's if he doesn't he can can to go keep his fucking else. credit card in his pocket yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Stuff, not stuff gambling no, on shit. Let's just,
1: just try not to bet on fucking World Cup games. <laughs> yeah. um, now, here for me, there's two teams going into 2026 that I can already say this World Cup's not over, and I already consider favorites in 2026. It's Brazil and, and it's England. Yep. Because I think they aren't losing any. It, if they lose pieces, they're pieces that are easily replaced. And that they're deep. I mean, they're they're
0: stupid, deep. I, think, Eng- I think England had the best bench at the tournament. Yeah. I mean, and, well, and that includes Brazil. I oh. think England had the best bench of the tournament. And here's here's the thing. Brazil's players are better, man for man, in oh. the first 16 or so. But in the full 25-man or 26-man roster, I think England had the best squad throughout.
1: James Madison didn't get a single fucking minute in this tournament. I
0: did get hurt right before the tournament, though. Yeah, I thought but, he was going to be fit. You but. know? Yeah. I
1: didn't get a single fucking minute. But, but you got was, Callum
0: Wilson, you got Ivan Tony, you got so many people that could be. Yes. Absolutely
1: the case. God god forbid uh Calvert-Lewin's healthy and goes to a bigger club nah, and won't puts happen. up and well, yeah. let's say he goes to like a fucking like an Arsenal type or or
0: or um you know Chelsea and scores 20. You don't think he's not going to be England's number 1? Well, you have Tammy Abraham as well yeah. that you know is, uh, scoring goals in Rome. He's still pretty young uh, yeah, himself. There's still plenty. There's still of plenty of talent, absolutely. Yeah. And then you look at some of the back line, and you got that kid for AC Milan. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Tyreek Mitchell uh, at Palace, and a couple others as well that could be brought into the fold mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. Mark Gui had Palace mm-hmm. as well. Like, yeah, Gui, yep. Uh-huh. You know, there, there are. Plenty. Is it Tamori? Is it Tamori that's at uh, AC Milan? Uh, yeah, it's Tamori I think it's that's Tamori. At AC yeah. Milan.
1: So there's plenty of talent, and I think between the, I think those two clubs are clearly the best two. Clubs looking forward, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh the final thing I wanted to mention is uh we've we've already hinted at it, but Giroux the hero, yep. you know, getting getting the big goal with the right opportunity. You know what? Big man does all the dirty work yep. all the time, and then there's the opportunity for him to be the hero, and he's the fucking hero. Why is he the fucking hero? Because he does all the dirty work all the time.
0: He's got a lot of karma he in the wins, bank.
1: He wins his team a world cup without scoring a goal in the last world cup and does all the fucking thankless work. And all these people are like, well, he didn't score. So what, what of a striker is he? Well, he's the one who made sure that all the people around him got opportunities. Another Tunisian quote. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The other one that needs to be mentioned, Hugo Lloris has had a shit tournament, a shit tournament. His defense did not turn up for him. You know who turned up for fucking France that day? Hugo Lloris. Hugo Lloris was fucking massive. Sure did. There's games where you, and and why, when we talk about Cole, when we're talking about the whole attitude of you, you're not necessarily at your best, but you find a way to win. And even dumbass across the way will agree, those games are typically because your goalie decided to have a fucking day. Yep. Mm-hmm. your key there there's there's been games where DU's not played well and daddy had himself a game in the fucking net and we won mm-hmm. and it's it doesn't happen a lot it's more than often not it's the team doing it but there's days where you're not going to be on and your keeper <laughs> just goes Nope, not scoring. Nope, not going to happen. I'll I'll take care of it today, guys. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I got you. you. Boys, y'all have been doing it for the last 60 matches. Let me take care of this one. And that was precisely what Hugo Lloris did. And it it was beautiful to watch. Again, this was the perfect billboard to anyone that wants to get into this sport. That was the fucking match right there. That is two of the best doing... Their best because there's not many mistakes in it. Like Sam said, very few mistakes in it. They just fucking played their asses off both sides, and it was phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal.
0: <laughs> well said, Sam. Pardon me. <laughs> that crept up weird. Sorry. I'm back. It's a great game.
1: All right. Now it's time to get into the deep dive conversation the whole reason why we brought cole here (laughs) it's time to talk about your sexuality
0: girl
3: i'm i'm ready for it
0: all right so what we're gonna do is who is gonna be the seal to your outer fandom (laughs) (laughs) that's what we want to know what club are you gonna just roll up on and take over and dominate he
1: just he's not gonna walk away from that
0: one nope because it's funny
1: he
3: strugglely identifies with this <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> just, you know, earlier we were talking about maybe we should just check in on people when things start like mm-hmm. should we just check in on Carly
1: like well, you know we 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 did we did equate him to um an otter, which is an otter in a certain community, oh and, yeah, in uh, in, in certain he, circles. Mm-hmm. And Graham took that as a compliment and said, "I'm gonna fucking run with this shit, man. I just I just got between the guard and the tackle. I see nothing but green, green grass, and Daddy's fucking running for the end zone. Let's go."
0: <laughs> I mean, how often does it line up where a certain stereotype or an identity within a community that I guess represents me falls in line with the? something in the animal kingdom so perfect.
4: And by the way, this is where English football Twitter uh-huh. has you. Uh-huh. You just came up with an American in football analogy for that. Oh, I'm on a, on a, on a mm. Premier League show.
1: You thought that was on accident?
5: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I can't say like this is this is <laughs> uh, similar to the third over on the fourth <laughs> test day <Yeah>. of the uh, <laughs>
1: I mean, I I could say this is like when, you know, a seal just made it out of the teeth of a gray white.
0: (laughs) Oh, what a terrible thing to come back to. (laughs) Oh my God! <laughs> oh, you'd be uh, so crashed. stoked that you survived, and then you just see the otter on the shore, <laughs> just just cracking a
1: little a little urchin with his with his, yeah. all, floating on his back, eating, looking all cute, licking the spikes
0: on his- a blowfish, <laughs> yeah. just getting stoned. Ah, you ready for that, big boy? <laughs> <laughs> want some? Get some. <laughs> I want some, and I'm getting it. Alright, so, uh, Cole <laughs> Or you can stand over the shark, bitch <laughs> <laughs> Pick one <laughs> Chomp, chomp it's Yeah Like, like, like the, uh, like
3: <laughs> the Tom Sally guy <laughs> It's like We can do this the easy way Or the hard way <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> What What? Ron White say? Yeah, but you're gonna run out of jelly
1: <laughs> Half-baked <laughs> Give me your yeah. cup,
0: fruit <laughs>
4: prepared to be wooed
5: <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> oh my god
0: jesus oh then you have the other piece to the other side of this thing mm-hmm. that that's also quite funny where in my head the seal is named Sammy because for stop me it. the rule is stop it listen the seal has to be the the seal the animal needs to be <clears throat> named with a letter that starts its animal species.
3: So there's that's Stewart. Oscar the Oscar there's the Otter. Steve. Like that
0: has to do. Okay, His thing about, makes me this? mad.
3: How about it's Sammy the Sea Otter? Hold
0: on here. Um, I don't know about I think C is null and void there because it's an otter. It's a type of otter. Jokes
1: for a roast. Graham's name now is
0: Oscar. <laughs> I think because the the overall (coughs) genome Mm -hmm. is otter, so Uh, it has to be O. Gotcha, is what I would say. Because I'm not. If it's a river otter, it can't be Ronald the river otter. No, it's still an O.
4: Rick, no, I'm out. (laughs) Oh, there's a porn right there. Coming to the stage, Rick, the river otter.
1: (laughs) And we're going right back into the show. Let's do this now. And we're driving, and we're, we're dri- driving. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Miss Daisy, get on it. <laughs> Steer the ship. So, um, Cole, the last time we chatted, you had five sides, and um, unfortunately, you decided to move on from Wolverhampton, which I would say a great was, idea. was a wise choice. Um, They have changed managers, so you may see an uptick in the team, but mm-hmm. I think
0: at the end of the day, they're in... Oh, she could you hit the rescue button like they have on the Bachelorette or whatever, where you could bring someone back that you previously let go. <laughs> and maybe Ooh. it was like on the cusp. So uh, I just want to quickly. You won't. It's Julian Lepetegui. He's a terrible manager. The four teams
1: uh, that I i, I kind of have you on. But if mm-hmm. there's anybody that I'm missing or anybody that you want to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to bring that up. Okay. Um, but it was Brentford. Mm hmm. Uh, Dean Henderson. I'm sorry. I mean Nottingham Forest, <laughs> Braggen. I mean Crystal Palace. Yes. Or you're hopelessly addicted to Mel Aston Villa. Yes. Okay, so that's the forts. That's the four, that's the four, the four. clubs. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. That is. Was there anybody from the last time we talked that kind of sparked interest or anything at all, or just you're you're still pretty content, kind of keeping with these four sides.
3: You know, last time I was on, um, I thought that maybe it would be like the hot Spurs, but then there were some threats leveraged my yeah. way, and so I immediately dropped that. So this time...
1: I'm... If you say Liverpool, you can just fucking leave right now. You can just... Door gone by, segment over, games. but we've got two other people <laughs> who are interested in doing this segment. If you say Liverpool... I you're replaced.
3: <laughs> just
2: no. saying. Yeah, no, fuck those guys.
3: So no, yeah, it's just been those four. Um and I mean like with the uh World Cup matches, I have been watching the matches for those four teams, but especially the ones that feature both teams. Very (laughs) good. So they're doing a little bit of double duty. Um, All right. So
1: then I'm going to kind of go down the list here mm -hmm. and you kind of talk about those teams in particular. We're going to go ahead and start with uh, Brentford.
3: So Brentford, um, I have said this in the other segments that I've been in, but they are just a lot of fun to watch. I like the um, team effort. Mm-hmm. that all of the players bring to the pitch when they come into the match. Like, everybody knows what their role is, and they all <clears throat> work with such synergy during throughout the match. Um, one of the other things that I like about Renford that we'll talk about a little bit later is the ability to make that second effort, that third effort, that fourth effort. It's mm-hmm. like they are just that lion that has hunted down that gazelle. You know, they are not going to give up. Brentford's always in a match.
1: You can definitely say that about them. Why are we
0: changing the animal reference? (laughs) You know why. I mean, this is a perfect opportunity to compare Brentford to otters and Manchester United to seals. Because Brentford gave it to him and Manchester United didn't want it.
3: (laughs) They sure did. (laughs) Now this happened
1: just before the World Cup, but Sam, why don't you kind of lean into uh what has happened with Ivan Tony? because it got buried because the World Cup, but let's face it, there are repercussions that Brentford, Tony, and the league are gonna have to come back to, which are well, very Well it also serious. it
0: also happened to your lookalike back in the mm-hmm. day, remember? Mm-hmm. During the Arsenal game, uh in that FA Cup match, yeah, that uh, famous Oxford FA United. Cup match. Yeah. No, so uh suffered. Sufford. Sulford yeah. Yeah, United, Something, whatever, uh, whoever it was, the it doesn't matter. The
1: groundskeeper slash third janitor
0: keep, slash third, third goalkeeper, goalkeeper uh, slash number one pie eater. He had a friend <laughs> uh, who put a bet in, and they gave him uh, the, one of the bookies gave him odds on it that he wouldn't eat a, a pie on the side. I do like a good pie. Yeah, and he leant against the dugout in that game and ate a pie on the sideline, and his friend hit his bet, but he knew about it, so it's a problem and illegal, and he got banned for six months from all footballing activities yeah. by the FA because he was akin to insider betting. He could right. affect the outcome of bets, and all professional footballers know this. Anyone that has a contract within football knows this. You cannot bet on games. Pete Rose knew this when he played, okay? Mm-hmm. Should still be in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Don't get me wrong, but he knew that he wasn't supposed to be doing what he was doing.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: This happened to a couple other players uh, as well, but Ivan Tony placed a few hundred bets over the span of a few years through himself, through friends, through family. Um, And as a footballer, you are not allowed to do that. And that's part of your contract. That's part of the, you know, the code of ethics or whatever of the FA. I mean, if there is start with a sport governed by FIFA in general, Real rich for banning people for betting on football, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. But uh, he's probably going to receive a four-month ban, and he won't be allowed to train. He won't be allowed to have contact with his team, with his coaches, with anyone. Mm-hmm. So he'll – I mean, I'm—and you know, he makes a lot of money. I'm sure he'll have a personal trainer that he'll hire, you know, blah, 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 to keep himself in good nick. And while uh, Wapu
1: and, uh, is a hell of a player, it's not the tip of your spear. Nope. And you are losing – the guy, like the next penalty that comes up, who's fucking mm-hmm. taking it? Because right.
0: for the last three years, it's
1: been, it's been him. Ivan Tony.
0: Yeah, it's been him. Now like, he came out and said prior to the war, just after the squad was announced that this had, this had nothing to do with it. But the information, the story dropped about twelve hours after Gareth Southgate mm-hmm. named a squad yeah. and left Ivan Tony out. <clears throat> so I would probably venture to say that. They didn't know about it, and this was important because if the disciplinary hearings happened quickly enough, he would have been banned in the middle of the World Cup mm-hmm. and would not have been allowed to participate. So yeah. you just burned a squad spot, right? Because you don't get Ivan to re- you don't get
1: to replace that. Correct. Player. You're just you know, you're just you, stuck. You, you're
0: you're, you're yeah. minus a guy. So right. it's a shame. He knew the rules. He fucked up. Do I think the rules should change a bit? Yeah, I think they should take into account what you betted on. Um, if you could really have an influence in that, right. but the rules are there, they've been broken before they yep. have been equally punished or more severely punished. This happened to Joey Barton at the end of his career. Uh, ultimately why he retired, he was banned for 13 months or something like that, 18 mm-hmm. months, something like that. Cause he placed, it was about triple what Ivan Tony did. They found him in, in a violation about 1203 times or something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ivan Tony, I think, was 280-something. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was a, a little over three times uh, more for Joey Barton, and he got just under three times less time of a suspension. Right. So it's, it is par for the course. I don't think there's any real issue with it. But um, in terms of the punishment, the, the rules are there to be done. I think they should be looked at personally, but it is what it is.
1: So here yeah. for, for you, though, as becoming interested in the team, mm-hmm. that here is now a real hardship.
5: Yeah. So absolutely. let's
1: let's see how you view this team during this hardship. How do they respond to this
0: hardship cuz when his honestly, mugshot gets released you fall in love with him like that Welsh dude that rims people. I mean his name is Rimmer. Sorry, his name's Rimmer.
1: <laughs> but here's here's the thing is is
0: that is you <laughs> They should do football mugshots. I, if you get sent I, off, you should have a mugshot taken with a red card next to you. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be brilliant. So I'd like to see that
1: introduced so in and sam will tell you this um you you love your team in the successes Mm -hmm. you really love your team in in the down times you're you're even more supportive you're even more behind them so that'll be one of the things that if it speaks to you if you find yourself like really fucking behind that's true everything he's saying
0: is true until you log into twitter (laughs) And then all that goes out the window, and you just become a fucking nah. cesspool of an individual.
2: <laughs> Fuck these guys. Ah, you just go nuts. You don't know what right? you're talking about. You cut. Hey,
3: like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support my team. It's like, she's, you're such an. No, this like, team's yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. I hate yeah. them.
1: <laughs> she's right, she's not British. It's, it'll be okay.
0: <laughs> you change your, your should, profile picture to Jack okay. Relish or something?
1: <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, your favorite goalie and the man that you want to uh, give you children. Mm -hmm. And the one
0: that's not going to be there next season when they get (laughs) relegated. Right, exactly. When he goes back to Man United. Uh, I'm surprised, honestly, this team is still in here, to be fair.
3: It's okay. It'll be all right.
0: I'm surprised this team is still in here, to be honest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dean Henderson will not be their goalkeeper next season once they get relegated.
3: You know what? No. And and I have never. And that's hidden, the only reason you like them. I have never hidden the fact that I worship at the altar of Dean Henderson. I have never at any point in time tried to say, oh, yeah, I love Nottingham Forest. It's the best team. Nope. Nope, I've been He's, very honest. She was very <laughs>
1: impressed by an Englishman doing Billy Joel lyrics, and then Dean Henderson <laughs> saved a couple penalties, and 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 she went, "Ooh, who, I told you." Who's this sailor? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I told you the I other
3: knew for thing for what it's worth. Uh, Dean Henderson? Know, Gibbs White could get it
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Henderson is part of that group of goalkeepers that look like they're headed to the library after the game's over on a moped.
3: I'm okay with that. I know you're a scientist. I know
0: uh, you like #reading. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Fuck all that shit.
5: (laughs) That's another shoe title. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is, is that
0: there's this certain subset of specifically goalkeepers for some reason, Mm -hmm. and Mason Mount that just look like they're going to hop on a moped with their stupid little helmet on and go to the library after a game like the nerds that they are. And it's Dean Henderson, Walchess Chesney, mm-hmm. and uh, Mason Mount. So and then there's other people like Ederson that look like they're going to go sell smack I would say, outside of the stadium when the game's done. Sounds like a little bit of the shine's worn off. With, this, with this side. I
3: am just writing down the name. You said Mason Mount? Is, who are the
0: other? He's <laughs> Mason Chelsea. Mount plays for Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But oh, he's that another explains little explains why. I'm,
0: okay, never mind. He's another little dweeb.
3: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hashtag reading. Did I did I say that a little too in, did, the, did you see that clean okay. cut white
1: boy right up your alley? Never
3: mind, Chelsea.
1: Did
0: you? Yeah. Did you see the <laughs> video racism? <laughs> did you see the video that was going around a while back of uh, the Reading Rainbow theme song? cut in with DMX. Oh my no, god. I no. Haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's the real reading Rainbow <laughs> theme song. But you know DMX was all very famous for the gruffly like come on <clears> like in the <throat> like in the middle, yeah, yeah. right? It's <laughs> It's like reading rainbow, uh huh, uh huh, and it's <laughs> gonna give it to you. It's so, it's so good, but there's one. that's like take a look, uh huh. It's in a book, uh huh. Reading rainbow, suck my dick. It's so fucking funny. I gotta find it for you. It's <laughs> oh my god, so yes, good. Please do. It's so please good.
5: Do, please, 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 please. <sighs> it's the like when time. he
0: when he did his uh, his acapella rendition of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was brilliant. <laughs> R- all yeah. right <laughs> so um it, it,
1: it mm-hmm. would appear a little of the shines worn off right i yeah. mean it's yeah. it's you, you like watching them at home when they win that one nothing kind of match that big kind of emotional thing mm-hmm. dean makes big saves but it right. mm, where, where are you beyond that
3: i mean so it did uh hurt a little bit when they played crystal palace um not gonna lie was really conflicted during that match
1: gotcha it was had, really, feelings, had feelings I had feelings
3: I had feelings it was the first inkling that maybe I might not be all in for the forest
1: uh, oh so, so yeah. well then let's take it to the next team then palace mm-hmm. did you in in that match did you find yourself a little more gravitated towards what palace was doing and how palace was playing
3: I did yeah, yeah. I definitely I, well and um, you know crystal palace plays a little more aggressively Um, I I definitely thought that lady luck is the the 23rd player here for yeah. <laughs> nottingham um but like it's it's one of those things where crystal palace should have pulled it out they ended up losing one <clears throat> one nil mm-hmm. and um yeah They're
0: watching it go and the wrong team lost
3: yeah the yeah, only thing enough. I
0: could think of is what, what? When did they sign Lady Luck? Was that their four hundredth signing of the summer? Or
3: <laughs> okay, you know what? It probably is it was. a pre
0: contract thing <laughs> for January. <laughs> i'm confused
3: i mean from the but okay (laughs) looking at it
1: she's from the other side a a free agent and and (laughs) she'll be a summer signing but she's allowed um, to shop herself now
3: (laughs) looking at it from the other side it was very exciting to watch it was very exciting for a lot of reasons um not just because it would have been you know 20 some odd years that Nottingham won that game. Um, and it would have been very exciting for Crystal Palace if they had won, like, three in a row. Like, it would have just been really great from both ends. <coughs> I found myself, again, very conflicted when I was watching. What
0: you match. do have the, a good thing of this being your shortlist is no one can accuse you of being a glory hunter.
3: Uh, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no.
0: Because collectively, they've all won nothing. In the last <laughs> 30 years.
3: Well,
1: and, and if there's a team within these four, I would say the one that is trending up is Palace. Is Palace. Yeah. I tend Palace, to agree with that. Great, great young squad. Great young coach. That the,
0: coach may not be there much longer. The problem, know? what I was just about to say, is the problem's going to be for mm-hmm. Palace, if they can't turn a bit of a corner mm-hmm. before Arsenal or City need a coach...
1: That man's going to go coach Arsenal or City.
0: That man yeah. will go coach Arsenal or City, and mm-hmm. Palace may be left in the middle of the project, which is the worst time for a manager to take over because
1: that's when it completely falls apart. Because yep. that's been uh, honestly a lot of Everton's problem is is that they bring in a new manager, he gets everything going, and then it just falls apart, and they fire him, and then well, the next uh-huh. guy comes in, and it falls apart, and they fire him, and the next guy, and it just, and then they're kind of left in this situation where they're looking back and they're going. Wow, Frank has guys that were signed when Martinez Allardyce. was the yeah. fucking manager. Mm-hmm.
0: Like like cuz they can't move he, them on. How is he expected to fucking be successful? Moshe is the, probably the worst negotiator in world football. Oh. <laughs> Hands down.
1: What's that 250 million you want? Sure thing. Let me write that check. Sign it. <laughs> I can write uh, that one right away. And then um going on to the last one. Aston Villa, to my understanding, you went on a little date with my wife to the Queen Vic what? to see a match.
4: What?
3: Yes, I, mean, I did I'm, that. I'm, yeah, not, no. I'm definitely I, not I d- bribing not her with deny. breakfast.
4: English roast English and all. English
3: roast. <laughs> and um, like full 16 out pints it. <laughs> 9 a.m.? No, uh, that's, the that's not part. the weight of my heart at all. That's the best part. And <laughs> also, know,
1: like, right <laughs> around the corner from where you live, too. That's, like, right, right in your neighborhood.
4: It's, it's not a far drive for me. I don't even at have all. to
3: leave Northeast. It's all in the same little... Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. And I like going there. I like Keith. I like mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I like sitting there. It's always good when there's more people there. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it was just
4: a few of us last time, but like mm-hmm. I said, Keith, president of the... What's it? Capital Villains? Mm-hmm. I don't the the capital, capital Villains. Yeah. 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 Uh, and the
3: whole family, like it's a family affair. Oh yeah.
4: The kids all belly up to the bar. Literally, literally we were up at the bar with the kids.
1: Yep. How did you enjoy the pub experience at a supporter pub? Like watching, not with a ton of people, but still watching with like-minded supporters.
3: It was a big influence on how I thought about what my team was going to be like yeah i enjoyed it a lot there was one point in the game where we're all like at the bar but i look over at mel and look over at keith and like we're all like (laughs) leaning over intently watching the screen at the same time it was just like might be some
4: group texts with me and nicole and your highness yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely
3: so yeah the camaraderie of it and just enjoying watching games with other people i gotta take her to the abbey that aspect
0: just oh, to get, get the experience. experience
1: yeah yeah even if you, I, i'll be okay. i'll be very honest no getting you into arsenal no i'm all. not even trying to do
0: that i just want you to see have the experience of it
1: oh that you would be awesome need yeah. to come with uh and i'll Come as I'm well. Go jealous. to the lobby.
4: Let's do that. We've talked about, all that before, about that before. How yeah. jealous I am about <laughs> even the Everton's got some, uh, like a nice group of people. There's uh, not mm-hmm. a lot of charm. Names. Charm right. City Gooners. We
1: fucking are come correct. Fucking yeah.
0: Proper. <laughs> oh, we fucking come correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> proper. I gotta get you up for one of the big games too, like it's a Liverpool just, or a it's Chelsea fun. or a. I gotta get you up. It's fun it's, to watch. It's a good. It, it, was, it was it yeah. was
1: fun to watch as the enemy in the room for a for a Arsenal ch- uh, well, Everton it, match because also we scored first in yeah that, that, oh, that, that oh. I'm the only person that went yeah because
0: <laughs> also <laughs> went, Bes- besides that you know enough of us yeah right in the room you're friendly enough with some of my compatriots yeah. that it was like dead silent we were all like fuck. And then it was silent. Somebody just goes, fuck you, Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That what I I it was like, blow I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> starts I'm, sorry, blowing boy, I'm sorry, Yeah. <laughs> it's just brilliant.
1: <laughs> but, but, I've also, but I've also been in that room with them mm-hmm. while they played a Europa final. And yep. when I was there... It's like I'm red today, boys. I'm red to fucking day. Let's go! Come on, let's win (laughs) a fucking Simon going title.
4: Ready? Here's my Simon impression. A Sam Houston, I love you, but you have to leave.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. kind of spot on. That's, that's right not, there. That's not right bad, there. actually. That's, that's right there. That is not Thank you
1: bad. Great, I love you, but you're gonna have to go. <laughs> well, there was a point in time where uh, the Liverpool president started making some noise. I started making some noise, and I was like, Simon hey, hey, very no, no, Shut Simon, the fuck up, Simon very <laughs> yeah. loudly just went. Remember the fucking pub you're in. Yep. Yep, you're right, Simon. I'm going to shut the fuck up right now. Yeah. Good call.
0: <laughs> there was one time, a, uh, I can't remember if it was a Chelsea dude or a Tottenham dude. It might have been one of each. Uh, came in after a, one of our derbies. One of the London derbies. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. And the result wasn't great. I think it was a draw. It might have been West Ham or something.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, <laughs> they came in talking shit. It was like three of them total. And there was a hundred of us because it was a derby, a derby day. And the, I got the entire pub, both floors going, Who are ya? Who are ya? Who are? And Just drowning them out. They were just like, Fuck, smell it. Like, must have felt like ants. Yeah. Just everybody on their back. It was fucking great. It was like it's like 100, probably 115, 120 of us. And we jammed both floors at a pub. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if wow. you cut, yeah. It's not oh. 15 people at the end of the bar and, Mm-hmm. Like that's a, mm-hmm. You got to come up for the experience. We, yeah, yeah. we
1: go upstairs. You don't know, downstairs is perfectly fine, but upstairs is where it's at. Yep. And okay. We need to be there 30-40 minutes before the. Make match. sure you get to okay. it. Will yeah. be it will be. Uh, elbow I just want to you to have the elbow. experience of a full
0: bumping place.
3: Yeah. You know, right.
0: elbow to elbow, fucking can't can get a drink is, for twenty minutes. Just like
1: that. Upstairs all bar the bar is probably it's, two of these rooms. Fucking awesome. great. Yeah. This room together twice. Probably double this room. Okay, it's, like it's and it is elbow to elbow. And yeah, it, it's it's fun. It's fun.
3: But- that would be outstanding. Because yeah, I mean, it's-
0: and I, I like I'm not even trying to sell you Arsenal because right, the right, club right. has the the club identity has nothing to do with what we do in the pub. Mm-hmm. But I want you to have the experience that just el- just fucking, and everybody's zombie just.
1: <laughs> hey, shit, I, wanna, I, I want you to go to the other two abbeys and see fucking a Newcastle and, and Mount a West Vernon Am, or yeah. see a West Ham in uh, in, in Fell's uh, Point. Point. Yep. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I go have fun in Smaltimore, I'm not gonna have anything to do with it. <laughs> or, or go have fun at the Queen go have fun at the Queen Vic when it's not your team playing. I'm not gonna have anything to do with it. I feel like for
4: these experiences I have to go to Chicago and hang out with the Chicago villains because really there's do. some big groups out there. Just yeah. not in this area. And I wear my villa shit out all the time. I've never had a person stop me on the street and go Ooh, like, Ooh. "Hey, a Villa supporter." Uh, no. it's uh, honestly, just not out here, and it's it's depressing.
1: Mel, when we when we go back to Chicago mm-hmm. and and, and mm-hmm. visit our uncle, one of the things we definitely need to do is is if like. The next time where you were playing a primetime game, that yeah. would have been a perfect time to drive into the city mm. and go watch that match. Oh, I'd at love noon.
4: to meet Simon Leach yeah. and all the people out there in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They seem to have so much fun, and uh, at least I have the camaraderie of the Villa Facebook group, the North American group. They're a bunch of good people.
0: Yeah, so you got nice. the camaraderie of lord out there too.
4: Well, they do it on purpose.
0: I know uh, when you win. Yeah, they which do isn't it on- often. Damn. <laughs> uh-huh.
4: I haven't had to do Malort in you a while. What?
0: That was me talking shit.
3: It oh. was.
0: <laughs> Hashtag bands World Cup break. <laughs> no, I haven't had to do Malort in a while.
3: Taking <laughs> on a little bit more to Otter person. I, like I haven't
4: had Malort in like three weeks, four weeks.
0: I know.
1: <laughs>
4: All right.
5: Don't
1: so, worry. He'll
0: still have more than you this season. So, Cole, we're going to have one, one last question
1: for you here. Mm-hmm. As we look at these four. Are you still fully committed to everybody or are you ready to move on from someone and go down to three sides?
3: So I am ready to say goodbye. Okay. To one side in particular.
1: Okay. Who's it going to be? It has
3: been a really great journey, but I think it's time. Um, Nottingham Forest. Oh, my
1: God! I knew it. Nottingham Forest. Dino is gone.
3: Dean Henderson, Gino
4: is gone. I'll be on a different team next year. Yeah, exactly. He won't. Unfortunately, he it, knock on wood. He won't be on Villa because we got fucking Emmy. Good, good. We have the potential of having a World Cup champion goalie on yes. Austin Villa. I yes. fucking love Emmy Martinez so much. I love his shit housery. I love that he shaved the sides of his head and had a little flag painted on there and he's that kind of. a <laughs> You want to
3: know what I love most? Is that when I watch the matches, un- indubitably, one of the announcers will say Martinez, and it just it brings joy to my heart. I, don't, I can't even <laughs> begin to explain why. I'm just
4: like, <laughs> well, at the at the other mat, um, he kept saying I Emmy's mean, for like em- Emiliano, and I'm like, who? Who the hell yeah. is? that? He?
0: Yeah. I've never used his full name.
4: Emiliano right. hasn't made a single stop tonight. We'll see how he does in penalty kicks. I'm like, oh, right, yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. That was that How's his was balls fun? Taste.
1: That was fun watching her while we're watching. She's <laughs> like, she's like, let it go to penalties. Let, she go. let it go. To Fucking let it go to penalties. Oh, I well, dare that you. That
4: other guy's like seven feet tall. It doesn't matter. It doesn't save, matter. Save the
1: first Save the first when She's like, yeah, fuck, fuck, you, fuck you, you, commentators. You? Mm-hmm. And then it happens mm-hmm. again. She goes, I fucking
3: told you. I fucking <laughs> told
1: you. Yeah, but Emmy scored.
3: And then his little
1: dance.
0: Veghor Vague, scored three. Yeah.
3: Um, but also on the villa side, can we talk about Ollie Watkins? Oh, God, I love Ollie. I love, okay, but who did Ollie used to be with?
0: Brentford. Brentford. Brentford
3: Brentford
0: and he's adorable so he again adorable.
3: you know talking about that like second effort third effort fourth mm-hmm. effort the dude does not stop no. I'm here for it no. but that's also why Ollie Brentford was,
4: was close to making the England squad this year yeah he was yeah. Close. He'll be. he'll be next time he'll be up there next time yeah I, I love Tyron Mings I mean I, I love Tyrod Mings I down the list John McGinn fuck I love John McGinn
1: alright let's stop talking about the man's ass <laughs> A, Who's I mean his, Wait what his, Hold on hold on, hold on. By, the way, by the way By the way His, his thick thighs His ass is, he, his like ass is thick, here And his eyes are thighs. up here Right here yeah. <laughs> Not and that far about John about, McGinn if you, look, if you look about a foot higher From his ass You'll see his eyes John McGinn <laughs>
0: Look up John McGinn is thick With three C's
1: <laughs> Yes with right. three
3: C's,
4: so
0: you, <laughs> but his face looks like an alien. Although
4: as you move on, Do you know who my biggest crush is on Austin Villa. Oh, that fifty-year-old man, Danny Ings.
0: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I could know see what
4: that. It is. I want him to be my daddy. I. I it's either it was going to be I'm all, so. I had I'm all torn on Danny Ings. I
0: had torn oh, in my head, no. Danny Ings or Douglas Louise.
4: Yeah. Oh. God, I fucking love Douglas. Who Steve doesn't too. love a
0: Samba boy? Yeah. No, they got the hip action.
4: Come oh, on. Oh, God,
0: yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even Here's, matter if he's got a tiny one, because it's all about See, the motion, right? Jack Grealish, we got That's a That's what my wife boys. says.
1: The beauty is, is <laughs> as you move on from Nightingale Forest,
5: Yeah.
1: if Hendo saves a uh, penalty, yeah. that'll be a highlight. Yeah. And you can share that quick 30 seconds of a highlight, just you and Dino and a glass of wine.
2: Your money.
0: All right, it is sure money. This is the uh, part of the show when we make bets. To better inform you about your bets, Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't sense the sarcasm, that's your fault. Mm. <laughs> it is no go so well <laughs> for me, at least. I'm down. I uh, Y'all lost were again. Last week, Spain happened.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not training. You don't get a goal for every ten passes you complete. Oh, no. Uh So I'm down I, what is this the third one for the World Cup so I'm down 300. Have you done multiple f- it, No read? I've only Everything done was... one each time a parlay okay. each time. Very good so yeah. 300. So that's done so I'm down 300 uh, what are you got going on on your end there sir?
1: Alright so I missed because France did advance but Mbappe did not score so I am now down 158 dollars
2: Big Sam's Lock of the Week
1: I know the ladies love round numbers, so Cole, twenty five percent of the time, it works one hundred percent of the time. Ow ow!
5: <laughs>
1: Girls love it, man. What can I say? And then I'm doing I've done four hundred. If it's been four, you know, here's here's the key thing. Here's <laughs> the key thing, Mr. Graham, is uh, there's Malort in your future, not mine, because I'm going to hit <laughs> and you're not, and it's going to be okay. Just you're wait. You a shot on Malort. You'll see. <laughs> what what two hundred and fifty-seven possible things need to go right in order for you to hit your no? Bet betting a million dollars on this. What's the difference? <laughs> okay, heard A <laughs> <laughs> million. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> All right, I am going. Um, very simple. I am bullish on this. I said it at the start of the show. Croatia to beat Argentina. Uh, the beauty of Fanduel. This bet counts for regular time extra time or penalties they actually had that disclaimer on it
0: to advance to it but
1: just picking them to win is
0: considered in their eyes oh for advance for this round yeah oh really yeah because that that's fucked me in the past already this tournament (laughs) i
1: was specifically looking for an advance bet because i think this is a extra time penalties kind of win but um, that the bet actually even set it on FanDuel. So that is plus 205, which will put me just over in the positive, And I will win, and you will lose, and you will do a shot.
0: Okay, if you say so. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a little late. Pat couldn't call in, but I have his email.
1: And Excellent. now it's time for our degenerate
2: gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week.
1: I apologize. We're not always perfect. Occasionally, I step on a sound cue. Fuck you all with your judgmental
0: fucking stares. <laughs> Listen, Sammy the Seal. I got something to tell you. Oh, <laughs>
2: my
0: God. Prepare for the punishment, bitch. It's <laughs> you, coming.
1: You go get a modder. Why don't you order a pizza correctly? Both of you shut the fuck <laughs> up
0: and keep it
5: fucking moving.
0: Uh, Bringing the pain. Um, and I quote. Okay, I'm up to $800. Fuck you, Pat. (laughs) Uh, Back into the segment. Uh, And for the last week, I'm betting on only one team and one game. I'm going to take... Because Japan fucking over Spain. Yeah. I'm going to take Morocco all the way, baby. I'll take them right now to win it all for plus eleven hundred on a hundred dollar bet. So eleven hundred dollars,
1: and he loses. Will He's be fucking payoff. up
0: seven hundred. So who fucking and who cares? cares? Right. Go for it. Sadly, a lot of people are now out of winning any money in the pool. That includes me. But it's a close race between two players for first place: Heath and Firehawk. Both had two different teams to win it all, so it should be interesting. Um, And somehow, Firehawk had Morocco into the semifinals. That is exactly what I was about to say.
1: Firehawk got three of the four semifinalists correct.
3: Whoa.
1: Whoa! And the one was Morocco. You would have, if you would have said, oh, "Oh, you got three. Wow. Of, you got three of the four semifinalists mm-hmm. correct." Everybody would say, "Oh, the one you got wrong was Morocco." No, was Brazil. One. Brazil's the one he got wrong. Yeah,
0: but wow. so Good job, I had two. I have two of the semifinalists correct. Mm-hmm. I think two. I might have had three of the semifinalists <laughs> correct, but I had Brazil winning it all. Yeah. Mm. So it doesn't matter. I only have one chance to get this one right. I love. it. So that. I'm out.
1: I had France and just about everything, but I think I don't have France winning it.
0: So yeah, I, have, have. I had Brazil winning the whole tournament, not Argentina. Mm. I had Brazil Argentina in the final. Yeah, oh well. Well, I did a few stupid things. I had England winning it. I had no. USA I had beating Brazil beating, beating Argentina. They would have been in the final. semis together. Like they had, would have been in the semis together. Right. I had Brazil <laughs> yeah. beating Argentina.
1: Yeah, I well, I, I did stupid shit. I had like USA beating fucking Brazil to fucking face England in the final. I just Why? went crazy. Nice, That's a be silly. Mm-hmm. Just to be okay. silly, it didn't matter. It's a fucking 20. 20 so that's 20 what he says now. It it's, a it's
4: a fucking had 20. all those hits. you would be like, yeah, taste my balls, bitch. And I was like, I'm just a silly goose, y'all. <laughs>
1: it's a fucking 20. Hey, I'm
4: just a silly hey,
1: seal. Hey, look, me, me, beans, me being silly... The chicken's still better than Christian, okay? So, <laughs> also, yeah. And that's the one that picked USA to win the whole fucking thing was the fucking chicken.
0: Damn. So, all right. So, uh, Kentucky Fried. They wouldn't let me build this parlay on my own, so I had to do a little math by myself. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, so it means it's not a parlay, famous last word. Oh, it is a parlay. They just wouldn't allow me to parlay it online uh-huh. because it was a future in addition. Oh, uh, okay. Because it, it didn't have the final, got, got obviously, it. not the future. set. So I added the future, and I did my own math. Uh, so I had Argentina to win their semifinal. I have France to win their semifinal. And then I have Argentina to win the final. Okay. Okay. At pl- and The math well, I did, cotton. plus 500. So I'm going to put $200 on it because that's out of the norm for what we're doing. Mm-hmm. If I lose and finish last, I'll throw in an extra shot of my Lord on that show.
1: Fair enough. Is that fair?
0: I had to do my own math, number one. Fair enough, fair and enough. And I'm betting 200 instead of 100, which we haven't done yet this tournament, and, to try to win it.
1: And I'm betting safe thinking that even if I lose, I'm at minus 258 and you're not going to catch me. Correct. So very fair, very fair. Is We're that, both playing gamesmanship. Are we good? You putting a second shot, I, I'm still one shot. If you catch me, I'm a one-shot guy. No, yeah, no problem.
4: Yeah, yeah. He has to do enough during the regular season.
1: Uh, Lord <laughs> yeah. only
0: fucking knows. Now, right, and because, because I'm Argentina in the out. spirit of Argentina. <laughs> if I do still lose, I'm gonna dive, complain, rip, roar. I'm sick. I can't do it. Too bad. Not happening. I'm only doing one. <laughs> fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Get out of my face. I I'm just, gonna gamesmanship I, my way through that show. I just and not do a second shot. I on the lord, you come in here, it's perfect.
1: Do a handball, a light of coke, and walk out the fucking door, <laughs> <Yeah>. Diego <laughs> fucking style. Dribble through fucking eleven people. R.I.P. I, did,
0: R. <laughs> R. I. <P. laughs> I've got so many of them today. Oh, Oh, my God. No,
1: that would be great. But we have more. We have a chicken.
4: Well, kitty got worked and sits at four and seven. It's
1: not been a good World Cup for the nope. chicken.
4: And uh, a lot of upsets have fucked her. Her only chance to beak even See what I did there? Beak even? Mm-hmm. Uh, her only chance to break even is to pick the semis and the final correctly. Oh, I don't think she's going to do it, though. Tuesday, she's taking Croatia to beat Argentina. I think it's a smart bet. That's because you bet that. And Wednesday, she's taking France to beat Morocco. I have the exact opposite haven't I? Uh, setting up for a repeat final, and uh, Kitty's taking France to become the second time in a row World Cup champion,
0: third in their
1: history, which would then equal what Brazil has done as well. I uh, not on total World Cup. They're the only t-
0: only team to win it back to back.
1: Only team to win it back to back. Lot and except for the U.S. women, which
0: right yes, the U.S. women Thank have won you. it back to back
3: appreciate
1: that. I talked about the Men's World Cup. Just the Men's World Cup. That's all. Sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. I mean, it's so easy when they're fit and wear short shorts and
5: stuff.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what else is easy? Remembering to gamble legally and responsibly.
0: Actually, that's quite Championship hard. Championship
4: corner!
0: I was illegally rolling, gambling for a while. And
4: I can get up. Ah!
1: Now that's good because I'm going to say something stupid, but I'm going to save it for injury time. <laughs> Woo! That's why I pressed the button.
4: <laughs> Let's get out of that. Suck, wasn't that
0: Sepp Blatter's thing to up the back when he was FIFA president and to up the um prominence and interest in women's football? They should wear shorter shorts and tighter shirts. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was.
0: Can't oh. keep a good man down. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, The championship is back underway, and for some reason, we got a taste of a shit game on December 3rd. Not sure why. (laughs) Sunderland beat Millwall 3-0 in the no-one-cares-about-my-area derby. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> we're the
1: flyover country John. we're the flyover states i murdered that joke but it would have been a lot it's, better if i, I, I know better.
0: what you meant and it's still good uh so on the 10th of december we resumed regular action where preston beat blackburn 4-1 bristol city over rotheringham 3-1 reading over country, uh, coventry 1-0 birmingham and blackpool played to an exhilarating nil nil draw i'm sure uh burrow and luton Burrow beat Luton 2-1. Uh, Millwall, I almost said Megan, Millwall tied Wigan 1-1. One, one. Sheffield United over Huddersfield 1-1. One, one. Uh, Stoke and Cardiff played to a 2-2 two, two draw, so the championship's back to very exhilarating, exciting football. <laughs> Fuck me. It's what they do best. All draws. Uh, and North Route City. 1. Right? Beat Swansea 1-0 on the 11th of December. Burnley. Veghorst's Burnley. Mm-hmm. Beat QPR without him, 3-0. Watford and Hull, 0-0. And then on Monday, Sunderland lost 2-1 to West Brom. That leaves your table looking a little something like this. 22 fucking games played already (laughs) in the championship. Only 537 more to play. (laughs) Burnley are on top on 44 points. Sheffield United are in second on 41. Blackburn Rovers are in third on 36, but have a negative goal differential. North City are in fourth on thirty five. Watford in fifth on thirty four. Preston North End five goals back, also on thirty four points in sixth place. Millwall are up to seventh on wow. thirty two points with a plus one. We don't want them That's to get not really,
1: but we kind of do. Well,
0: so Just so th- we
1: can really hate them for a whole season. Yeah, like they could get the full vitriol of all of the world. A lot
0: of racist stuff happens at Millwall as well. Fine right don't like them i could live without them whatever in this country in particular green street hooligans is a really fucking good movie <laughs> and to have west ham millwall for one season
1: give us a west london
0: a fucking oh. deal with a couple racist re- fines okay the, re- the real one oh, I'll fucking deal my with it. God. <laughs> fine okay it's like that one friend that you didn't want to bring but you knew there might be a fight <laughs> you're like hey just come along with me for just a day if yeah. Fine. If a Millwall supporter doesn't it. die
1: in the Premier League year, that they're there, it was a loss of a season.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. It,
0: but remember, I mean, for all the racism, it, it actually probably played a part in it. Uh, well, fuck you, Millwall. Fuck you, Mi- Fuck you, i Millwall. Yeah, the, you know, brown <laughs> man walked in with a machete. <laughs>
1: Brown man walked in with machete. I don't need no fucking machete. Fuck you. I'm Millwall. I'm going to take it away from you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And it could have, like, it probably would have been the same had he not had the machete, Mm -hmm. (laughs) given Millwall's fandom history. But luckily he didn't. And so that guy's a hero. Anyway. In eighth place, Redding are also on 32 points, but they have a minus six goal differential QPR in ninth on 31 as our Swansea in 10th place. So getting kind of tight in those last few playoff spots, just a couple of points separating those teams down at the bottom of the table. You have Huddersfield in dead last uh, only 21 games played, though, where everybody else has played 22 for the most part. For the most part in the league, everyone's played 22. Um, Huddersfield are on 19 points, four points behind Blackpool, uh, who are in 23rd. Wigan are on 24 points in 22nd place. And Hull are in 21st on 25, as are Cardiff in 20th place on 25 points. Stoke City in 19th, not out of trouble yet on 26 points. And Rotheringham in 18th. Uh, and West Brom in 17th, also all. Uh, West won Brom's goal
1: today 26 points. Daryl DK goal. The American scored mm. today and is healthy. That's going to be very, very important to their side. Yep. Boing boings. <laughs> um, The, the championship. Yeah. The problem with the championship? They live by the philosophy. Ah, put the big lad in.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: That's the lineup. It's a bunch of big lads. No so fun to watch. Mm. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, Cole, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you had a lovely time.
3: I did. Thank you for having me.
0: Excellent. And uh Mr. Graham, any parting words? Yeah, a couple. Uh they both surround US soccer. Um, one very sad, one makes me kinda angry. Uh the first one, obviously, uh Grant Wall passing away uh in Qatar, the uh, U.S. soccer journalist, um, covered multiple sports, worked for Sports Illustrated for a number of years, was very outspoken, uh, talked about and and stood up for what he believed in. Reason he got fired from Sports Illustrated was because the their parent company, he called out the CEO for some of their COVID cutbacks mm-hmm. um, publicly. And um, that CEO responded in, in true Trumpian fashion of just uh, firing him and then calling into disrepute a lot of his work and saying it was kind of shoddy and not very good yeah, except for you employed him for 18 years or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so th- obviously very sad. He was complaining about uh, bronchitis uh, as Mel uh, disclosed on the Facebook um, that she found out um, and was taking antibiotics in Qatar uh, for that. He and obviously... And cough syrup. And cough syrup. Yeah, which... You- um, obviously uh, in his role... Mm-hmm um his brother's also gay mm-hmm. uh and he did wear a i don't know if it was a pride flag t-shirt but it was a t-shirt that had a rainbow it was a, it was a, was a rainbow with a soccer ball with a was soccer it? ball okay. in the middle and
1: uh, just said love on the back like so it did not directly say anything right at all towards so, the community but it was obviously towards it was it was he, was he was trying to slip one past the goal and he did you know and he did they ultimately let him they apologized for, 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 and they apologized. for 20 minutes or something yeah, 25 but minutes ultimately or something like they let him in
0: cuz what is someone else that day was like that says love that like, same day i don't remember if he was german or welsh but there was another reporter detained for the same sort of reason mm-hmm. um which was surprising cuz the wales fans the men were allowed to do what they wanted so i'm not sure yeah you know why he wasn't. Oh. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh Man, but his brother yeah. We we have a different set of rules. Of course. <laughs> um especially the white ones. But he had <laughs> he had if you all can't I mean, sense not wrong. If you can't sense the the sarcasm but yet and, wrong. and the well the calling me calling out the establishment in that statement, you're fucking deaf and blind. Marjorie,
1: that is what real satire
0: is, okay? Uh, Anyway, the point is, um, his brother posted a video on Twitter saying that he absolutely thinks his brother was killed as Mm -hmm. a result of wearing the rainbow shirt. Um, With the complaining about the, the illness, I'm not so sure. We all are kind of aware of, you know, The flu, for instance, existing in multiple parts of the world separately from where we live and catching the foreign version of something isn't always it's it's usually harder to shake. It's usually more dangerous if you catch the foreign version of Mm -hmm. the same sort of disease and Um,
4: respiratory infections, especially increase the chance of a heart attack by a significant amount.
0: Um. Especially when you reach a certain age, mm-hmm. which he was in his 40s, and it was entirely possible that that is the <laughs> cause of death. I'm not calling out the state of Qatar for that, because we have documented evidence of them killing enough migrant workers. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> uh,
1: Excuse me, Sam, you didn't pronounce it correctly. Oh, fuck it, sir.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Qatar. Uh, um, but the it, it still does not. Regardless of the reason or the manner, it is still quite sad that such a prominent figure in U.S. soccer, such a prominent figure in making the game popular in this country, such a well-respected, brilliant, uh, dare I say, journalist um, that has has passed away and uh, he will be forever missed. I remember as a child, um, well, as a late adolescent, as a young man... um, (laughs) not really being able to find the material I wanted to read anywhere except his pen. Yeah. And he's going to be missed. Um, he had the great idea to call out a lot of FIFA's corruption. He wrote very eloquently on the raids and what was happening and kind of tied all the, you know, pins on the wall and red shoestring together, mm-hmm. you know, for us, for, for everyone to understand, when all that went down so much so that he decided to launch a bid to be the FIFA president could not get the endorsement of one FA, but they were so worried that this well-respected, honest, good man was Mm -hmm. going to become FIFA president that Mm -hmm. FIFA then changed their bylaws to require at least five endorsements of -hmm. football associations. Mm -hmm. I think it is a, Sad part that U.S. soccer did not step up and endorse this man to become FIFA president or at least give it a go just to try to shake up the establishment. Um, But he wanted to run against Sepp Blatter and nobody would endorse him. And then FIFA went, oh, fuck. And they changed the rules uh, as a result of his bid. Mm -hmm. And it was a brazen, bold, fantastic thing to do. Um, And it just showed again how FIFA closes up shop and it put put a bow on mm-hmm. yeah, their, they do. their corruption. And um and he will be forever missed in the footballing community. He'll be forever missed in these, these halls here. Uh and without him, we might not exist. Yeah. Um ultimately. Wh- one thought before you move on to
1: your next thought is lo- love him or hate him. He is absolutely, positively, this is not up for debate, the most influential soccer journalist in United States history. Hands down, Mm -hmm. no doubt about it. You can agree with his takes. You can disagree with his takes. Mm -hmm. But he is the most influential journalist on this sport in this country without a fucking doubt. And you're right. It's the world is gonna suck without him because hearing what he had to say about things and again even if even if there's times where I really disagreed with him, and I'd hate read him still fucking read him yep fucking amazing at what he did apparently uh, frequented at he did. the Abbey oh.
5: a
0: couple guys in the group shared pictures of them with him when he lived in the area Wow he would frequent the Abbey now let's talk about what angers us <sighs> Greg Burhalter. <laughs> Everyone knows conversations that happen about the team with the team stay in-house in the dressing room Mm -hmm. unless you play or work for Manchester United. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Greg Berhalter nor Gio Reyna plays or works for Manchester United. So Mm -hmm. why this came out, I don't know. I thought uh, probably with some PR coaching, because he is only 20 years old, but Giovanni Reyna's uh, Instagram post um, I thought was very eloquently written and didn't burn any bridges, either. Uh, but Greg burhalter came out and basically told a story where a player, and it was very obvious who the fuck he was talking about. Because he barely fucking played, and you could see his expression. When
1: when they beat Iran and the whole team's rushing in, what is the one thing everybody focused in on? Gio looking like a sourpuss. Well... Yep.
0: <laughs> burhalter said that... Gio Reyna was less than stellar in training uh, that he was um, talked to about his his uh, effort levels and made to apologize to the team and to the coaching staff and a, a move which he did and then eventually did play a role in, in the game that, that the U.S. ultimately got knocked down in. But for that to be made public, for him to be humiliated in that way as an athlete by his coach is distasteful, disrespectful, and just a blatant disregard for the sanctuary that is the locker room. And, and
1: he's a 20-year-old fucking
0: kid. It goes ag- it's, it's not the kick up the ass maybe that Berhalter may have thought that he needed. It's just disrespectful. It's morale crushing. It is... It's it's I would lose all trust and faith in the man if I was Gio Reyna. I wouldn't talk to him about anything. I wouldn't ask him for advice. I wouldn't oh, yeah, he's done. He's he's
1: done in do, my opinion.
0: I wouldn't do anything. The the way you handle that, if he's being I a passion spe- pechin- it's it's not it, the other piece to it too, is Gio Reyna in his own right is a good player. And and not that your family should do anything, but such a fantastic servant to U.S. soccer. Yeah. A legend of US soccer is his father. It's like looking at Tim way and saying, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. His dad was the only African to win the world player of the year ever. Mm-hmm. you got to fucking tell him. He don't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like it just, it's disrespectful on multiple levels for Claudio. Somebody that, that we all still revere, mm-hmm. you know, the most Z Don esque player that we've ever had. Yeah. For you to treat his son that way, who's playing lights out for Bruce, Dortmund. To not to fifteen minutes against England, mm-hmm. whatever he got. No, he and got then the, to be got the called
1: second half. He got that, subbed. in Oh, he did. He did.
0: You're half. right. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're mm-hmm. right. He did get subbed in at halftime. But to get dis- to to be called out in the press in that manner, I didn't use his name. It doesn't. Matter. We knew the fuck you're talking about. How and how, he knew who you were talking about because he responded to it. How it's do just, you? It's handle, terrible.
1: How do you handle if a kid and let's face it. He could be a petulant fucking brat. He could just not be working hard, and that be the case. You know what you do as an adult, as as the adult on the team, right? A man manager, you sit his ass on the bench, and you don't fucking talk to don't him. Don't talk about it, yep. and you don't, and you don't bring it up to the team. And when he comes to you and bitches, you you look at him and go, "What actions do you think you've taken that have resulted in why you're not playing?" Yep, and then and then. You're a good manager. You've put it back on them. You've made them realize that I'm in and then they have to make the decision. Do I want to work harder in training? Do I want to do better or do I think it should all be handed to me? And if they think it should all be handed to them, they're going to learn real fucking fast. They ain't going to fucking play.
0: Greg Berhalter failed. Don't
1: fucking put it out there.
0: Failed as a coach, as a confidant and a leader,
1: a mentor, leadership
0: in general. It's
1: a 20 year old kid. You Uh, should be a mentor. You played for the you. Berhalter has worn the fucking crest on his chest has played for the United States. Like fuck you asshole. Like the the thing about being a national team manager, it's not there's everybody has to check their ego at the door when you're a national team. That's how everyone has to. There's not like, there's a reason why Jose Mourinho, unless you're Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. (laughs) Yes. You'll never like Jose Mourinho will never coach Portugal for a world cup or an international, because at the end of the day, Jose can't stop being Jose. Jose's fucking ego is everything. And there's a reason why certain managers you see are international managers because they're able to check the ego at the door. And it's, it's not about you. It's not about an individual player. It's about the fucking country. At the end of the day, it's always the country. And you're going to have whatever your population is, whatever millions are in your country, are going to judge you on how you represent your country. Burhalter let down his country in his remarks and the way that he handled this and the way that he's done this. And, and Geo could be a petulant little fucking brat. He really could be. He could not be training. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. You don't
0: handle it like this. Doesn't matter. As a leader in general, you praise in public, you scold in private. Number one, as a leader, you share the credit and then you take responsibility for the fuck ups. And he didn't. He passed the buck. He is not a leader. He's a cunt. And what I have to say to Greg Berhalter is don't be a fucking cunt. Mm hmm. d (laughs) (laughs) absolute prick i've lost all respect for that it's not hard to do with me necessarily but when you blatantly go against the code of the locker room and i'm not talking about the stupid shit the hazing or the boys talk or the Mm -hmm. men will be men thing this is a basic rule of leadership and team camaraderie and you fucked it Mm -hmm. get out Mm -hmm. all right carlo get fired by the end of
1: 2023 um, take over the United States men, national team, take them to a World Cup, because that's what you do, Carlo, because, you know, you've won everything else. Let's go win a World Cup.
0: We don't need a tip to the spear if we've got the eyebrow. <laughs> we got the eyebrow. <laughs> fucking covers everything. <laughs> right in.
1: And from now on, whenever we give inspirational speeches, we need to let Cole know and just have her sit in the corner, because this whole time she's been like, yeah,
3: pointing at it
1: and going, no, say, and, melt, and melting exactly,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you know who we need. Fuck yeah, but like, <laughs> I mean, a thousand times. Yes, because it's not just something that applies to football. It's something that applies to fucking life. And if you can't get leadership one on one, like you don't deserve to be it's a fucking the first leader.
0: day of ROTC I had in fucking high school as a freshman. Right. You don't do you, everything he did. You don't right.
3: do It's It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, one. Like you can't get one on one.
0: Really? It's so stupid. You've been doing
3: this for you're, how long? And you can't get the basics f- straight? Right. Get the fuck out of here. You're a fucking
1: unit, man. You're a unit. You're a team. 100%. Like, what What do they do in the military? They break you down to build you up to be
0: one. To be one solid
2: group mean, solid. It was wrong, together. but
0: Duke University covered up the rape of four people. <laughs> That's how close knit of a team they were. And Greg Burrhall did up. This got fucking not traded right. Are you serious? <laughs> what are you doing? God. It's, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not, it's not this, you know, boys will be boys thing. It's it's just the basic leadership. You just don't do that. It's just mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah.
4: Transparency isn't always
0: a good option. No.
3: Well I mean just not this. Of confidence. Not
0: in a perfectly innocent regular situation. Nope. It's not right. okay. Right. That's not how a team works. That's not how an organization runs.
3: Exactly.
0: It wasn't some This is like I had a business manager that allocated shit and he right. was on vacation and we got a lot of it in and our bosses wouldn't reallocate it. And they're like, well, that guy's not here. What if he had don't want him to. Not saying that. Mm-hmm. What if he had a heart attack? We not sell another case the rest of the year? <laughs> Somebody doesn't know how to do this? <laughs> Fucking that's the first rule of that's leadership too, rule. is know the guy above you's job and the guys below you job. Cause you never know when someone's taking a bullet in the skull and we gotta keep moving.
1: Somebody might have had twenty cases that he purposely didn't allocate this week, just to <laughs> let him fly out the fucking door. Everything else that's coming in may or may not be allocated. Definitely allocated.
2: But my point, like, what are you doing? You're failing at the. You're failing at
0: the basics. You're failing at the basics.
2: Right. All right, we've
1: gone two
0: fucking hours. Doesn't that's going to wrap it up. Doesn't boys make and girls. sense.
1: Thank you so much Luck. for joining us. This has been a marathon, but it has been well, well well fucking worth it next up is injury time we're going to continue the conversation we are going to talk about the beers we have been drinking maybe things that sam wants to do seals
2: that's not we're gonna, true
0: we're gonna check in <laughs> on a couple of our adopted clubs that's not what i said either i'm running with the joke but that's not what i said.
1: they've been playing he just i you know it's it's you know very
0: jodesian you could sympathize it's with
3: what the we can run back. You know, <laughs> What
0: all i want to know is what they're putting in the water to make the otters gay <laughs> <laughs> South Africa. That's what I want to know.
1: Gay otters. So, you want to check, want to check out injury time, Mr. Graham, I'll say it for Gay otters. How about we plug the Patreon there, stud?
0: Oh it's football dufootballshow to catch all of our extra contents. Five simple, easy, very low uh you know we're in the middle of a cost of living crisis right yeah just five simple dollars a month gets you two extra shows plus all the rest of our content it's the
4: price of a cup of coffee
0: (laughs) that's right just (laughs) once a month at that it is um you get uh sound check which is our real sound check where we catch up from the week and bullshit today turned into seal fucking (laughs) uh (laughs) for some reason. and I still don't know how. <laughs> more uh, like seal
1: maping, and a word yeah. that rhymes oh. with maping. <laughs> it was your <laughs> husband's
2: fault. <thought.
0: laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, Injury Time, which is our preview show, which we're about to come on to, that usually is more reserved for the DU After Dark, but as I said earlier, it's winter and the sun sets at four, so everything is After Dark today. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh yeah, just do that, sign up, and you'll get all the extra stuff which I think you'll really enjoy. I really do. Till next week, everybody. Good night. I said stay down!
2: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Friend to be a fan of fucking Everton. Point you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam
4: Houston.
2: Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam! Right a. A. a the fucking Good Graham! Smoke of the Lord! Looks great in shorts! Sam Brammy! Sam Graham! Cookie Gyder! Cooker United! Data! Hit the fucking new button!